Waste of Potential podcast is brought to you by Coming These Holidays. Brought to you by the Metaverse. The Stephen King Experience. Experience the world of Stephen King through the eyes of one of his random characters from Drury. Here in the Stephen King Experience, you can know what it's like to be from this world. Have an alien come out of your butt. Do cocaine. Get in prison. Do cocaine. Be haunted by a ghost. Or is it a demon? It's an alien. Whatever, do cocaine. And finally, for only Platinum members, get the experience of an alien posing as a human, posing as a hooker, who will torture you and bring up deep-seated, oddly specific sexual trauma. And, and do cocaine. Join now. And do some f***ing coke. Wasted Potential Podcast is brought to you by Has Been Toys. This Christmas, Hasbin Toys introduces the perfect gift for every hot-blooded American child. With the rise in gun violence, there's been toys has, you know, brought to the top of the industry to bring both the solution and the fun for the whole family. Introducing a gun. A gun that only shoots Republicans. That should solve it. Point at your mom. If she dies, fuck it. She's a witch. I mean, Republican. <laughs> Probably voted for Trump too. So um buy buy these has been guns today and stop gun violence with gun violence. We're also sponsored by this year, join the long awaited reimagining. Donate to Wasted Potential Podcast now and get tickets for the live filming of ABC's new remake, The Cosby Show. Wear your best tightest sweater and enjoy the complimentary drinks. All audiences must wear a mask and remain six feet apart to avoid COVID-19. Do not have to talk to the cast. Do not look at the cast or take any drinks or food from the cast. Just don't do it. It's not like they're <laughs> Just don't know it because otherwise we'll see you. Waste Potential is brought to you by Snowflake Sammy and Woke Wendy Dolls. Fun for no one's family. <laughs> also, get their buddy, Face Mask Freddy Doll, the doll that stays inside its box. You can't take it out. Or it'll die. Be considerate of its health, you bastard. Get vaccinated. Hasbin Toys also would like to bring to you... Assworms! Oh, cool! Is this the game where you fish with your hand around in plastic ass mold and pull out an alien? It is! I can't wait to infect the whole family. Assworms. Hasbin Toys presents... How about that new gaming system, Nintendo Switcheroo? It's a PlayStation. Just don't assume it's a console. <laughs> what? You got me a Nintendo? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Nintendo has shit games, man. I don't even want to hear it. Marvio's garbage. Hasman Toys would like to present the Kwanzaa Advent Calendar. No one knows what it does, what's inside of it, but you can buy it. And it's not sold in the great state of Alabama. This Christmas, give the family the gift of Hasbin Toys a blank piece of paper. No one will be offended this holiday season with this boring, stale, blank piece of paper. Oh, you assumed it was white? Guess what? Now you're a racist with a blank piece of paper. <laughs> Don't write the N-word.
Welcome to Wasted Potential Podcast. Happy holidays, one and all, young and Yay. old. I am Ronnie, your host, and with me uh, this week is the only person who's just recently gotten to Kanye West, Shane. Yay, who would have thought he was a Nazi the whole time? <laughs> Hiding amongst us. <laughs> Some of us had an, an idea. You know, when Alex Jones looks at you like, brother, that, that was a little far. <laughs> <laughs> cut cut the cameras. Remember when they thought Jay-Z was in the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know he wasn't because he was associated with Kanye. He kind of kicked out real quick. Yeah. Okay, uh, welcome to our holiday extravaganza. No matter what you celebrate, we're going to offend you. So welcome to the podcast. So this year, unfortunately, we are missing... One of our usuals, Dan, couldn't be with us. He got um, hypothermia and frostbite, stuck in uh, Indiana, trying to you know travel back. Impossible ass weasel. Yeah, it's the uh, they call him ass weasels, aka ferrets. So he's kind of just stuck and incapacitated. <laughs> he's got a ferret in his ass. <laughs> what else is new though? So instead of Dan, we have a very special guest. We. Meant to have him on the very first holiday extravaganza, but he canceled on us. We replaced him with Dan. So now we can turn the tables on him. Please welcome our special guest, Peter Billingsley, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Peter. Thank you guys for having me. Obviously, you've studied the movie a lot um, to do this. So it's just Christmas. I love Christmas movies. I'm starting a podcast this year on Christmas movies. It will be on Spotify. You got a lot of f***ing balls coming here, you son of a Hey, 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 hey. We're here to, to clear the ground. Peter's here to to talk about his brand new original movie that's not hape, like aping off of, you know, 40-year-old, you know, media at all. He's here to, to tell jokes and watch this amazing film that I picked this year that absolutely captures the feeling, meaning, and vibe of Christmas, Dreamcatcher. I hope your career sinks due to any association with us, you son of a Hey, hey, you know what? People people don't know that his biggest role of all time is obviously Iron Man when he played that mad doctor in that. So, you know, everyone knows he's he's a big famous guy. You an Iron Man? How dare you besmirch the good name of Peter Goddamn Billingsley? <laughs> he's in it for five seconds. Okay. Uh, so we're off the rails already. Welcome to our third annual holiday extravaganza where we watch a film that has nothing to do with any holidays. Um, special drink. Our drink this week is the cranberry orange whiskey sour. It's one part cranberry, three parts whiskey because we're alcoholics, two parts ginger beer, and a little bit of orange juice. It's delicious. I haven't tried it yet, but. Oh, uh, God. My <laughs> <laughs> God. This is going to be regrettable. Um, also, if you want the true Stephen King experience from it, add about a cup of Epsom salt and enjoy the ass explosion that occurs. That's also a proctology term. <laughs> a little bit of dash of cocaine. Um, for <laughs> usual, we're doing a commentary track, so we have drinking games that we, when this thing pops up on the screen, you're going to drink along with us because why the f*** not? So my drinking game for this week is every time the story 
changes as this is a Stephen King uh, 700 page novel adapted into a two hour film so you know that the plot lines are going to surge and give you a headache 700 pages Jesus f***ing Christ Shane what's your drinking game for this week oh mine is gonna be every time there's a middle school turn of phrase like criminy or something (laughs) they say really weird kind of like in joke things that make sense if you're like 14, but if you're an adult, you're like, what? You're like, that's stupid. Stop talking, Jason Lee. Right. Go back to your Kevin James. Not Kevin James. I thought he was Ryan Reynolds for a second because I missed (laughs) the credit. And I was like, Ryan Reynolds? And I was like, oh, no, that's funny, Ryan Reynolds. It's Jason Lee. That's Jersey Ryan Reynolds. Scientology Ryan Reynolds. Um, Yay. We have numerous... Um, games of trivia. I have our usual shot or not where I'll give Shane some true or false questions about the film. If he gets it correctly, he he doesn't have to drink. I do. But if he gets it wrong, he's a drink. Shane, you have some special trivia for us this year. What is it? Yeah, so I'm going to go with just some straight Stephen King trivia and see how much uh, Stephen King trivia Ronnie can nail. None. And then uh, I've got a fun game of proctology term or Stephen King term. I can't imagine why you're talking about proctology, but maybe we'll figure it out later in the film. I don't know. I've just been into butts lately. Who isn't? Okay, and <laughs> last but not least, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, or maybe you're not, I don't give a shit, please uh, subscribe to us on Instagram, Twitter, follow us, and subscribe as well on YouTube. If you enjoy it, reach out. We'll have you on here. We'll make fun of you and all the things that you believe in. So come on on down to the podcast. We're enjoying this. We'll see how long this goes for, as I'm tired of this bullshit podcast i've met a couple people that listen to our podcast and i was like oh boy you did and i was like what'd you think and they're just like you're, you're doing it <laughs> oh you're posting that out into the real world how brave uh, of you i mean you you guys really don't give i get you don't give a fuck a lot i get that a lot that's what i get too like, you guys don't give a like, shit thank you <laughs> i go oh god okay <laughs> you Really don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, Peter Billingsley here, our celebrity guest here, decided to join us by hearing our podcast. What do you think about this, Peter? So truth be told, and not because I enjoy watching myself, kind of feels like comfort food. It's, it's not as though I'm associated with something that I don't personally yeah. like, so it's been nice to see it go on. Stop writing the N-word on your blank piece of paper, you bastard. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. Um... <laughs> Damn it, Peter. <laughs> okay, but we're starting at 11 seconds with the Warner Brothers logo right, is incumbent in snow. Um, Ready. Okay, Shane, count us into this festive holiday extravaganza. On the third ho. Ho, ho, ho! Alrighty. What a fun little... All right, I'm going to start out because there's a little bit of intro. None of it's really important or makes sense uh, with your first trivia. Oh, God, right out of the gate. All right. Um, So this will be your knowledge of dog breeds. Oh, perfect. Stephen King's novel, Cujo, about a rabid dog that kills people, is based on what? Is about what dog breed? Uh, St. Bernard. Oh, (laughs) you son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have never seen Cujo. I just, this is just a really random thing. Is that like my mom is afraid of Cujo, the movie and dogs in general. And she always joked like, I don't know why St. Bernard's are scary to me, but it's because of that fucking movie. 
I know, and like that's not the dog I would pick, but no, I have whatever. a St. Bernard, and that thing's stupid as shit. It is fucking dumb. <laughs> All right, um, this is a so Lawrence Kasdan. I was gonna say, did you recognize Lawrence fucking Kasdan as the Empire Strikes Back himself? Yeah, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Indiana Jones films, all bunch of Star Wars shit, a bunch of very successful Oscar nominated films. <laughs> Apparently, we all have to fall at some time. <laughs> <laughs> I have some trivia about him later, but I won't jump in yet. But yes, uh, I was like, holy shit, it's Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, and it's got a lot of um. Big actors too, Tom Sizemore. The, the cast is huge. Now a lot of them weren't as big at the time. Like Tom Jane was on the rise, but he's in every mm-hmm. Stephen King movie ever made. Um, I, Damian Lewis wasn't really the like person he is now after no. Band of Brothers. I don't think. And also, what's that one? Uh, Homefront or what's that one called? Yeah, what's yeah, the... Homefront. Is it called um, Homefront? Oh, I think it's called Homefront. Homeland. Homeland. There we go. Homelander. Um, Homelander. Homelander. Um, Stormfront. Whatever. That's what I'm getting my yeah. confusion there. Uh, you have Jason Lee, who's playing, you know, the Kevin Smith character he plays in every fucking film. Yeah, just a dumbass. Um, um, we already mentioned Thomas Jane, our favorite actor of all time. Also, Timothy yeah. Oliphant, who I love. Oh, yes. He yeah, he's the used car salesman. You can put glasses on him, but he's still a handsome, handsome he's man. He's still a sexy son of a bitch. And did you even notice Donnie Wahlberg? Uh, that apparently is Mark Wahlberg's Down syndrome brother. Is in <laughs> no, I didn't see that. He plays this? the character of Duddits. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you didn't notice that, did you? But he, I did. He Duddits. <laughs> oh, fuck me. We'll get to that later. Um, right now, Tom Jane is showing that he is the worst therapist that's ever gotten out of having a doctorate oh god okay so Uh, shane if you had the abilities of these four gentlemen what would you use your powers for obviously not good what would you use your powers for um taking strippers home Uh, i would have (laughs) any other way (laughs) Yeah, getting getting probably the most efficient use of my dollar at a strip club. <laughs> I would definitely be like a um, a game show contestant and just rake in <laughs> tons of money and bullshit to, to oh, do. Oh, that's a easy. good one. Wall For Street, sure. maybe like some sort of Wall Street. But can Wall Street? Can you read? You can't read minds that would like mm. lead you to tons of money. Maybe like a lawyer, you could like fuck over some people for sure. Yeah. I love it. He basically tells this fat guy to stop being fat because his mom molested him or something. Hey, you know you you're a fatty, you you big fat fuck. Hey, <laughs> don't call me that. Yeah, you're a fat fuck. I'm paying you. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Shane would be a therapist. He would have no empathy at all for anyone who's like plus size and would just talk down to them the entire time. Uh huh. Uh huh. And tell me more about that, Tom. And when's the last time you seen your penis? What? What? <laughs> Okay, so this is something that I have to guess is probably more drawn out in the 700-page novel that they're all, like, want to commit suicide because they can read their read thoughts. Right. I I just assume that Stephen King is just writing this as he's also doing this. <laughs> he's like, yeah, put the revolver to his fucking head. Does he pull the fucking trigger? 
Um, it's kind of reminds you of like uh, then she mentioned Mel Gibson earlier, like what women want, but that's like a comedy, and this is like a a comedy when it's convenient, and otherwise it's like a creepy body horror, like nonsense sci-fi military thing. Yeah, I this movie feels like, and I feel like Stephen King's writings in general, just a little that I've dealt with, is like he's like an alien who is a Pulitzer Prize, like the best writer on its alien planet, and it came down here. And it's writing because you're reading and you're like, "Oh, this is pretty good." Is this person a human? Look, why does it want to fuck kids? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Stephen King like understands like human interaction and like necessary requirements, but then always just amps it up twenty percent too much to a point of like uncomfortability. Like you're not really from this planet, are you? Yeah. Um. It was. It'd be like you know, if you're reading Pride and Prejudice, and then they start eating fucking worms. Pride and Prejudice and zombies. Yeah, and you're like, wait, why are they eating worms? And they're just like casually doing that. You know, that's what people eat is worms. And you're like, wait a minute. You're. And then everything with Stephen King has to be tied into his own Stephen universe. Probably because he writes so much, he can't. He's just bankrupt. Yeah, well, he also has that pseudonym he goes by, too. Richard something. Mm-hmm. Richard Richard Bachman. There you go. I'm surprised you knew that. Yeah. I thought that was Freddie Prince Jr. at first, but that timeline wouldn't make sense. No. And this is where he's being a bad teacher. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Hey, you didn't study. F- plagiarizes, and he just cheats, and he's like, eh, try again, because you're from Derry, and <laughs> you're from Derry, so you're trash. <laughs> yeah. Is that M. Night Shyamalan? Shemelelen. Shablah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is stupid where he's like, yeah. And it doesn't change the fact that this kid cheated his ass off. And like, because I'm psychic. Yeah, no, it's so weird that th- that there's so blasé about having these powers that any other human being would be freaked the fuck out. Because, like, for example, in this scene when Timothy Oliphant yeah. finds that girl's keys, she has the proper emotional reaction. I don't want to yep. be around you, you fucking creeper. And they're acting yeah. like it's normal. You're fucking weird, dude. And he's right? like, thank you for wearing your pink panties today. She's like, fuck <laughs> you! Wait, that's not in that. That's my version. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually in the uh, the, the novel <laughs> version. What if he's like, do I have a child? And he just like swings his finger and if it points somewhere, he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you want. <laughs> you read your mind. <laughs> oh, shit. I should have wore a condom. <laughs> okay. You know what's funny is like they can read minds, but they can't tell when someone's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's and it's it's so vague. Their powers. It don't it's, even. It's, it's, it's dealt more in the novel because I didn't read it. I was gonna read it, but I was like, "Fuck, it's too long," so I didn't even bother. But I read the Wikipedia, and, <laughs> and like, but they obviously go into much more detail about this kind of shit because it's Stephen King. Yeah, and what a like the Duddits plot. What? What? See, see, I understand how these things connect loosely. It's just putting them all in in two hours is a mess. And that's why this movie is a mess. <laughs> it's the equivalent. Like, I see how it all gets tied together. 
but it's so loose. It's like watching an episode of Interdimensional Cable. Like, and then they come out of their butts. Uh, yeah, yeah, but butts, butt snakes. <laughs> but but once again, then like it, like you don't have time to process because it jumps to the next yeah. tone and genre. You can't think about it, and now it's done raining because they they shot in between. Yeah, rain takes. Stand by me meets like you <clears throat> said what Independence Day. I wrote down Stand by Me, The Thing, Independence Day, The Evil Dead, Pitch Black, so many things. It's just like all these weird things that are kind of combined. <laughs> Like, like, how do they, uh, like, how do they not know that this would totally freak her yeah. out? That he just happens to know. It's either he's staring and watching her, or he's psychic. And either way, that means run, run, run. Don't, yeah. be, don't fuck around with a psychic. Or that he was watching her the entire time. Exactly. Like she's like, oh, you fucking watched me drop my keys and then tried to fuck me. Weird. Back there, okay. there's a "Don't tread on me" sign. It's nice. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Is oh, Maine, uh, like, I feel like Maine, like, has, like, it wants to be viewed as, like, this little, like, you know, progressive, like, little place. But deep in the woods, man, there's there's some scary shit, I'm sure, in Maine. I think anywhere with woods is fucking crazy. You have crazy <laughs> anywhere people Anywhere with white people in the woods. <laughs> in the Appalachians. Yeah, well, like, what do you do up there besides uh, fucking animals and blow shit up? Like, you're not going to be processing the same speed Were they as... all... Like, they all have this weird trauma. What was the trauma? Um, They got molested by an alien pretending it, to be a Down Syndrome kid? It had to be. Duditz dudded him hard. Like, Oh, yeah. He done duditz. Yeah, he duditz all up in them. Okay, so this is weird that, like, Tom Jane was going to kill himself, so then his buddy calls him, but they don't address the awkward elephant in the room. And now, um, not Jane, so not Bob, calls him and says, hey, <laughs> something's bad. Oh, I don't know what it is, but you would know what it is, because, like, their powers let them know. I don't know what it is. Get home to your family and kids. This feels, like, very close to a Jay and Silent Bob adventure. Oh, like, yeah, especially when, like, the jokes start happening and all these casual Kevin Smith conversations that come out of nowhere. Yep. It's so weird. If you took all these characters out and put Jay and Silent Bob in this film, it's instantly a total believable comedy they would be in where aliens are bursting out of people's assholes. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman is leading a government conspiracy to blow them all up. Like They're talking about jerking off and getting, and getting like, rim jobs and hummers. And, and they like hang that. out with some kid that has psychic powers like this is a james silent bob movie yeah and would it sure. be better or or like a seth rogan kind of like uh mm-hmm. like stoner comedy here i don't know it's weird fuck you guy i didn't say shit leave me alone redhead you ginger he's, fuck. Obviously, he's, he's <laughs> obviously not in new york because new york was spitting him and called him yeah. like you know queer or something <laughs> but fuck Maine. you you soulless queer <laughs> ah, he, he's dead oh my he god must, he's dead he must have been a Sox fan <laughs> <laughs> he's not de- he's dead but he's not because he's too expensive to kill yeah they wouldn't put his name no you're not Hitchcock so, Kaz and you fuck so he walked out to jo- just get hit and we go why why did he do that he's psychic well 
here's the okay i picked this movie because i legitimately enjoy this movie it is trash but it makes me giggle <laughs> so much it's way too long but it makes me giggle because there's how wrong this is but she was like a a team of people behind it who should not be this incompetent it's just it's, it's an anomaly to me i know and, it's all stars yeah and it's it's just it's so everything is so weird like it's so weird like with the the kid who's got he's mentally handicapped to the aliens to the military <laughs> to this weird just dream catcher to the to the weird jokes to like the the kids in the forest finding going on a mystery Scooby Doo it's it, there's so many weird things that don't connect but they oh, why like is there mess. dream catchers I don't get the the symbology between it I don't see how it like relates and and the book they go into it more but. The very last line in the film, they say it, and it makes me want to throw up. But they say, "Duddits is our dream catcher. He kept us safe." But it seems like they it kept seems him like safe. he drew you right into this, into the middle of this entire thing. He used you as bait. Yeah, when you're twelve and thirteen and fourteen, and obviously fucked up the rest of your entire lives. But he I guess, used them as bait. <laughs> yeah, he he basically groomed them. To- <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out that Duddits is some badass alien. Why can the other aliens all prim and proper and can talk, but Duddits is like, that, okay? So that was that, that was the question I didn't think. I saw this like when it not in theaters when it came out. I don't know why. I remember I remember like watching this. I don't remember like why my dad was watching it, but I've seen this so many times. But like I always like now thinking about it. Fuck a row, drink, drink. fuckery, fuck a row. Yeah. Uh, more fuckeries, more mm. fuck a row. Oh god. What? What is a fuckery? Mm. Oh, oh my god, drink is so bad. Um, this Ugh. a fuckero means it's happening. It hap- you're doing it to them. Fuckery happened to you. I don't know. It's fucking dumb. Okay, so 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 I asked my consultant this question this time. Did the alien intentionally infiltrate Duddits's body? And did he choose someone who has Down syndrome, or did he just happenstance fall into that person? Because I have a theory, but I want to know what you think first. I don't know. I'm more just concerned that Lawrence Kasdan read this and went, I must make this. I must write and direct this. Yeah. So so my theory of this is, because the whole thing was innocence, right? Because these four kids mm-hmm. who are middle schoolers and they're nice enough to go protect someone who can't protect themselves from bullies. And they keep saying that it's the best of us. That it's would never want to hurt me. He says, I hear Damien Lewis telling him that it's would never want to hurt me. I saw him from across the street. Why would he ever do this? And then Henry goes, Oh no, he would never do that to you. He's trying to warn you. So did the, the alien intentionally pick Douglas because like he's innocent and would never do anything wrong because of his mental handicap or just the luck of the draw. It's just weird and arbitrary. It's so stupid. What it should have been is, you know, Duddits? Yeah, yeah, our psychic little friend. I'm worried about him. Why? Yeah, I heard runs Wall Street bets. It's <laughs> getting well, fucked up. And Duddits just wearing a suit and, like, snorting coke. And he's like, <laughs> 10,000 on Enron. <laughs> the Wolf of Dead Street. <laughs> Dead Street. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know. It, it's, it seems like a book that's written by a, a psychopath because it's like, it, it all oh. ties together so well, but it's connected by very loose strings, like a dream catcher. It's like, I, I see what you're doing, but it doesn't all make a hole here. It's kind of nonsense. I've always maintained that Stephen King, I'm not really a fan. Like, this is going to be, like, 
there's people out there that are going to fucking try to hang me, but I I don't think he's that talented of a writer. I think he just goes for quantity over quality. Like and and just throws a bunch of shit at the wall and eventually within 700 pages you're going to find something you liked. So uh I've read enough Stephen King to know that I don't like his writing style. But he's an ideas guy. He he has a lot of really good ideas. He's a lot of books. But so I, I just I just think he he has so many things and doesn't know how to edit it down. Like yeah. like it in of itself is a thousand something pages and it's creepy in of itself. But it it gets bogged down with just like the extra stuff of the outer world. This movie it could be simple whether it's just. These kids meet someone, uh, save someone who's mentally handicapped, and they get these powers. These powers they use for good, but then you throw in the military, and then the saving the world. It just it's so lofty, and you can't reel it in in two hours, let alone a seven hundred page book. Yeah, he really needed a better editor, or an editor with more power. But once again, he's he's like rich and popular, and and he can get any and everything made numerous times. They've made so many adaptations of all of his books. So what the fuck do we know? We're idiots who have ten listeners. That's so. true. We suck. All we do is bitch about nothing we don't know about here. So here's your first proctology term. Oh god, the fucking warehouse. I like this concept that Sherlock stole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I totally did. The mine palace. <laughs> the mine palace. It's not a warehouse. It's a palace, you fucking poor. You, you blighter. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So this is proctology term or Stephen King term. Okay. Shvim. What? Shvim. Shvim. Is that, that a medical sounds, term? Or this is like it... a medical term. I'm going medical term. Fuck. It is a Stephen King term. What the fuck it means? Fuck if I know. Shveem? Shveem. Let me... Oh, I, I have it right here. High speech for side chick. <laughs> Use it in a sentence and I'll spell it. <laughs> um, okay. She begrudgingly goes along with Roland's scheme to masquerade as his shveen, or <laughs> a quiet little sidewife, his nudge in the night. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why not just say mistress? Well, side hoe. I like side hoe better. Uh, uh, hi-ho. <laughs> side hoe, but yeah. Side hoe. Hi-ho. Okay, so this is really cheaply done, but I like the idea that he kind of peers out the window, but mm-hmm. it's just a really terrible like green screen like like effect. But I think it's a cool idea. Like, I like a lot of the ideas in this film, and they don't any of them work together <laughs> at all. <laughs> Fuck me, Freddy. Drink. Is that a reference? It's, it sounds like a like Teddy Ruxpin. It's, it sounds like a. Like a song or some shit that I don't know because I'm not 45 or 70 years old. So See, riddle, was here to dance. riddle me this, Batman. Mm. Duditz is alive. In mm. fact, they know where Duditz lives. Yep. Why did they not bring Duditz here? Because he'll be boring and saying Mr. <laughs> Gray the entire time. They don't want to bring down the thing. It's yeah. like It's like having that friend... 
you talk about behind their back and say, oh, I wish they were here, but you really don't fucking want them there because they'll like cramp your vibe. Yeah. And this is the stand by me, like complete fucking copy. Yeah. Where they find instead of a dead body, a boy being forced to eat dog shit. Uh, uh, see, this is manipulative, but it works on me. I, I, I just feel so fucking bad for this, this child who's being bullied because of his lack of mental capacity. It's so fucking awful. God. It makes me so sad. And like, I want to go like, what monster would make fun of a like mentally handicapped kid? You know what I mean? Like, that is next level monster. Yeah, but I'm sure we might have been awful oh, too. I'm but sure I, I, I never would have made <laughs> held a child down and made him eat dog shit and then trip him naked, which is you know oddly homoerotic. It's getting real weird. <laughs> yeah, Stephen yeah, King. It's, it's getting very stingy, Stephen Kingy, right now. Dude, all Aaron just know of is the it little fucking scene in the sewers, where the kids all start circle jerking each other, like passing around their friend. <laughs> I've. I've only read like the first couple chapters of it. As Dude, if you've ever read that fucking scene, it's like way too long. And you're like, wait, these are 12 year olds. And one line's like, mm-hmm. he was thicker than I thought he would be. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Ew. So this is the scene that's confusing. Cause one, these teenage actors are awful, like mm-hmm. even worse than normal teen actors. But it's all shot so flatly and just so terribly going just the back and forth the characters. It's like Lawrence Kasdan wanted to do this. Yeah. Like it he, seems so like passively directed. It's so goddamn bad. Ugh. What was Lawrence Kasdan's buy into this goddamn film? He got paid one hundred million dollars. <laughs> Shot or not. Alright. With the budget of $68 million, this film grossed a total of $140 million total worldwide. True or false? I'm going to say that's reversed. I'm going to say it cost $140 million and only <laughs> made 68 <laughs> It is false, so you're pretty close. It made $38 million locally and $47 worldwide, so it barely made back its... Uh, it's money. Barely, barely, barely. What studios love. They <laughs> love it. And I'll have other shots or not later that we'll talk more have about Stephen this. Have Stephen King movies ever actually made money? I feel like they all got big after. You know what I mean? Like, Well, well it depends what era. 80s, huge. The 90s, you have a bunch of TV films that are terribly shot because they didn't put a bunch of money into them. And then right now, this is the re- kind of revitalization of doing more Stephen King films. And it's not until recently that horror is so big and cheap to make that it makes a bunch of money. So it just I think yeah. the studios have flipped their make the movie cheap so that we can make it back because horror always makes more money because they're made for so cheap. This movie is just a disaster of a seventy million dollar movie that was just like oh you blew your wad in the wrong places. Ugh. And I just this may just be me. I fucking hate watching kids in movies. It's just like this is stupid. Like, if I could fast forward, I would. I hate this shit. I, I don't mind sh- it in general. I think this is just bad. Like, like, the recent It film, those kid actors are, are good. They're fine. They work really well, and it feels authentic. This just feels like it feels like a play. It feels like a high school play. Like, that's kind of the acting <laughs> this is. It's just really, really bad. It does. Also, I thought that kid was our favorite actor. Um, what's his name from, like, he was in The Descendants? Um, 
and he's in without a paddle. Oh, Matthew Lillard. Yes. Does he look like a little Matthew Lillard? He has like the head and the hair. Yeah. Like a, uh, I can always see that. They should just recast Matthew Lillard, and they find mm-hmm. a grown ass Matthew Lillard <laughs> instead of this kid. So the, the entire plot of this film hinges upon that these four friends are the only nice middle schoolers that have ever existed and are willing yep. to like put it on the line for this kid, which, you know, good for them. But then on top of that, they're, they're not awful to each other. They're just not authentic people. Cause even stand by me, they say terrible shit to each other and they're like best friends. So it's just, mm-hmm. it, this is, this doesn't feel authentic. Like, you know, I, I can buy that, that, that they, you know, put it on the line for this kid, but they're way too nice and kind and willing to do things. Because when I was a middle schooler, I was a fucking selfish little shit. Ugh. Oh, Gina Slossinger. You're Slossinger. Oh, man. So. Oh, Jesus. Shut up, Matthew Lillard. <laughs> no, yeah. no. It, it, this is. It, it's so. It's so like not melodramatic. It's it's just so cheap. It's just cheesy. Like all the dialogue is so goddamn bad. Well, I know something that'll cheer you up. Are you ready for a quick Stephen King trivia that's kind of on point with this? Yay! What do you got? In the spirit of um, mental handicap, which U.S. commentator did Stephen King write is Satan's mentally challenged younger brother? I'm guessing political pundit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have two ways of going here. Satan's mentally challenged younger brother. I'm going Glenn Beck. Holy shit! You nailed it! Woo! <laughs> I have autism. I got Stephen, this. Here we go. Stephen King's like, I'm progressive. You're retarded! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you fucking retard. Vote Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. Well, I was trying he's, to think of like Bill O'Reilly's too. Oh, I was God. trying to think Bill O'Reilly's too old. Uh, Tucker Carlson's too contemporary. So I was like, it's got to be Glenn Beck. And that's the perfect. Okay. I was using my, my, con- my conservative logic. I just love that he's not like, it's just Satan's spawn. It's like. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking retard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so progressive. <laughs> well, I guess that's a dated reference, so maybe that, that word was okay in oh, the 2000s, but probably God. wasn't. <laughs> um, what's funny about that is like Stephen King is like known for his um, his Twitter profile. He's yeah. very vocal on his politics and obviously you know, very left-leaning. Mm-hmm. But um, do you remember, I think you watched it, right? Did you ever watch The Outsider on HBO? No. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, okay. Because I think you and I talked about it at one point. It's yeah. like a detective mystery, right? Where yeah, it turns it's out a... to be an alien in a cave or something or a monster. In Same a thing, where it's like a really creepy kind of cool mystery. And then you're like, the more you unravel it, the more it's like, this is ridiculous. It's still a good show. It's a good show. It's well acted. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And well made. But uh, that's just like, I remember when that book came out. That was like 2017, I think. And everyone was... Not everyone. People who are very left leaning were like, "This is like a um, a commentary on like the Trump era politics." So, so, so then when the TV show came out, I was like, "I was like, okay, I don't really want to watch that because I don't, really, I don't care about obviously yeah. don't have any, I don't have any heart for Trump." But like, I was like, "I don't really care about this." So I was watching it. I'm like, 
Like, is the book different? Because I don't see this shit at all. <laughs> I don't see what you're drawing from here. And it was written in the 90s. <laughs> the Outsider? Was it? No, 2017. It was. It, it came out post-Trump. Oh, but, but, good lord. I know nothing. You you don't. You really don't know anything. I just I was surprised. trivia. I was surprised you knew Lawrence Kazan. By the way, uh, just just saying. Even though we did a a a, a podcast, Empire, yeah, on it was our Empire, first one. Uh, first glass half full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not our first one. Our first one was Lost in Space. Maybe we'll redo that one at some point. <laughs> Make nah, you watch Lost in Space again. <laughs> God, that movie sucks. So, this, is this the first scene, like story change? Yeah. N- now we're in a Cabin in the Woods movie. Yeah. Well, I guess it started when they came to the Kevin the Woods movie, but they were like jerk off friends, fun, yeah. happy time. Now it's going to be a Kevin the Woods horror. And so this guy's like, oh, I've been stuck in the woods forever and I I fart a lot. Well, this is when the first tone shifts. Like, oh, yeah, sure, his chest. Yeah. First, like, you know... Teenage friends will say, you know, terrible, jokey shit. I get that. But now the fart jokes, I'm like, oh, weird. And he has, like, Rosie O'Donnell's, like, chest. <laughs> the rosy chest. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. So, yeah, oh. we get our first shift. They're driving back. Um, apparently, they didn't beat the storm, even though they were told to. Storms are coming, Annie. Storms coming. I feel Annie. it in my bone. <laughs> now they're drinking and driving. Timothy Oliphant, I'm thinking that you were best and justified. He's great and everything. Uh, you should check out. Um, he and Conan O'Brien are really good friends, and Timothy Oliphant is the funniest guest on there. But like, not all, but the funniest, like Bill Burr and like uh, what's his face, Martin Short, are great. But Timothy Oliphant's yeah. great. He came on Conan O'Brien's podcast and he was reading ads against Conan's will. So he's trying to make extra money on this side. But <laughs> like, every time you ask him a question, he'd be like, and by the way, this question is like brought to you by Downey. It's just, it was just, it's a fucking great bit that he and Conan O'Brien have a good rapport. He's really fucking funny. Better than um, the war between Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon. <laughs> That's just there was too. one that I don't think Jimmy Kimmel's really that funny. I think early Jimmy Kimmel was really funny, but then oh, like man. I think yeah, like that kind of stuff. But I'm also a child. Um, yeah. But he had Matt Damon on. And he's like, so they're letting you act in movies, huh? And that <laughs> just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, fuck a row. Oh, God damn it. Man, I can't. They keep eating, and I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay, uh, Shane. We have four main characters. Describe their personalities. Fuck. Um, Damian Lewis. Yeah. Uh, his name I is. Don't know his name. Something weird. Because Beaver. Beaver and him is have a weird Jason. Name. Lee. Jonesy. Jonesy. He's obviously Jonesy. They say his name ten fucking thousand times. I probably okay, forget J- that. Jonesy. He is soft-spoken, intelligent, sometimes Bitch insecure. in a buzzsaw. Is that a Bitch. saying? I don't know. I'll, I'll allow it. All right, Beaver. <laughs> He's sassy and horny. 
Timothy Oliphant is sassy and horny <laughs> and drunk. Um, Tom Jane Henry is um, Jonesy. See, his chest moved from the top down to the bottom. He did the full yeah. like Rosie O'Donnell. Full Rosie. <laughs> Fuck you, Rosie. And and this like the farting thing like is that supposed to me be like ha ha like uncomfortable ha ha or like is, I, and why is the alien make him okay. fart? Okay, in a book, reading it, someone farts is different than the sound. When you hear a fart, the sound is funny and goofy. So having that in a creepy body horror film, it it doesn't work audibly as it would maybe just reading it. Oh. The, the the character his chest yeah. is imploding is exploding mm-hmm. and like and, and he's and he's breaking wind that's different than <laughs> that's just a, a funny <laughs> fucking sound yeah oh but I like this this is stolen from Alien but I, I like I yep. like this stuff Very separately stolen. but then it just it doesn't work together farty farty make laughs fuck me Freddy drink again give me some air uh, and like all they need to do was make this about four guys that always come up to the cabin and then this occurs, right? Take out the whole psychic dudded shit. Like But I like that stuff separately. It doesn't mix with it. Like I can imagine like a short story with four kids who make uh a, the right choice and then from there they're rewarded with these superpowers and they use them to kinda like Solve it, mysteries that that, yeah. that works when they're kids, but as adults, it's weird because, like you said, they'd be going through some fucking weird trauma. Imagine you could hear all of the thoughts of your your family members every date you've ever had. They would legitimately be dis fucking functional. Yeah, having that ability. Yeah, they wouldn't be as normal as they are. Well, and once again, they're normal in the way that like they're good together, but Damian Lewis has a family and it works. The other three are fucking outcasts. So. It, I, I see the kernels where this does work, but it doesn't work with farts, silly, flip the car, there's no injuries at all, make everything a joke, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, we're going to commit genocide against these aliens that I don't, I know they're bad, but I don't fully know that they're bad, except for this one alien. It's really weird. All, all we know things. about the aliens is what Morgan Freeman tells us. Yeah, and he's obviously portrayed as a fucking psychopath, so we don't yeah. take... So you don't trust do him. Believe- yeah, he's um, what's it called? An untrustworthy unreliable narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that every time I hear that word, it reminds me of um, fuck, what was the movie called? It was some like Lifetime original level bullshit, but it had a bunch of famous actors like Oscar Isaac and like Penelope Cruz and shit. And it's like how we're all drawn together and like suit. No, um, what's her name? Olivia Wilde plays this like college. Who's like, God, I'm just getting my doctorates in English and I'm so hot, but I just don't know what to write about because everyone around me is so dumb and I'm so smart. And she goes, oh my God, life's an unreliable narrator. And I was like, what? And she's like, oh, that's it. There's this, and she like tries to draw this like weird psychology to like life is nothing but an unreliable narrator. And I was like, no, the unreliable narrator is in a, book it's not not life what like maybe you telling about your life is an unreliable narrator but that's the point isn't that movie called this is us something like that it is fucking stupid that's a joke i've never seen brought to you by skippy 
Bald as Telly? What? You said bald as Telly. Telly Saval? I don't know. That's a weird reference. See, Beaver is is weird enough. Yeah. Beaver is is that weird friend that you like, but no, he's never going to socially adjust. He's probably going <laughs> to overdose or kill himself because oh, he just yeah, doesn't sure. adjust. But then Jonesy just seems kind of melancholic. Pete seems like fucking on the edge and he's going to like drink himself to a death. And then Henry's and just did- an asshole, kind of, but he's also the hero because he's Tom Jane. Yeah, know. yeah, he's Tom Jane. So hot. Um, so hot. Um, mm-hmm. Beave, though. Beave, does his powers read minds? So, I think technically they all have the same power, right? Except for Except Pete has... The little ray gun that points you where you want to go. Yeah, it's it's weird that... Some of them have certain power. It seems like they wanted to give each of them a different power, but Henry... And Beef have the same power, and then is Jonesy's power that he has a mind palace? I have no idea. Or is Jonesy's power that he has a British accent? Yes. Or he's an American accent, he can pretend to be British, or vice versa. Because isn't Damian Lewis a Brit? He is a filthy Brit that keeps playing American parts. He's taking our gerbs! I don't fucking like it, you limey. <laughs> um... And now Timothy Oliphant doesn't know what to do. So he's just going to make jokes the rest of the film because they got to yeah. liven up this fucking weirdo. She looks like um, Dallas Bryce Howard and um, fucking Lady in the Water. Mm. The big old <laughs> eyes and like the, and no eyebrows. I like Dallas Bryce Howard. Are you serious? Oh, I'm into it. She's like, got, it's like she's at alopecia. She just like can't go in the sun. I'm into it. Keep me in your lair. <laughs> oh, the look, all the CGI red stuff on their fur. Ew, gross. How'd you like to be an intern that has to catch deer and paint them? <laughs> or a bear. Come Imagine here, you. you gotta paint that fucking bear. <laughs> Come here, bear. Hey, bear. Hi. <laughs> hey, oh, Morgan Freeman, who's top build, is now and introducing him to this film. Why does Morgan Freeman, if he's trying to contain... Also, this sounds like the Halo fucking music. Oh, I can't hear it. It but sounds it James just Howard. like Halo. Oh. Uh, no, like where you're driving around, say boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarantine um, buzzword. Yeah, but like, um, why doesn't Morgan Freeman just shoot them? Because he plans to kill everyone, anyways. So but I they're went... not contained because they can just go through the woods to the other side. They're not contained. Uh... No, but that's my question is they're trying to contain this virus, mm-hmm. but they don't lock them up when they should be locking them up. They should be like, oh, we have four bogeys in Sector 7. Go wrestle them up so they don't break them. out. Yeah. Right? And like, I don't know. Cabin in the Woods is a better movie. <laughs> we should have watched Cabin in the Woods for that's Christmas. A, that's a farce, though. You want to watch... Yeah. Oh, are, you, are, are you thinking of um, uh, the Eli Roth one? What's that called? No, 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 no. The one where the Aztecs rape everybody? Yeah, that's Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> um, SSDD, I've never figured out what that meant. Same shit, different day. Oh, really? Is that stupid? That is, It's that dumb. 
Oh, I thought it was like their initials or something. Nope. That's what they said in it. Same shit, different day. And like that's just farting. <laughs> but, but like, but like that's their wise thing that they tag yep. on things like they're fucking twelve years old. Yep, they're grown ass men that they're like, yeah. It's just, this has the same problem that like you know when you watch military movies and they're like this is how real military guys talk. They're like, hey, hey, you, 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 you're gay. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get home. Why? There's gonna be someone there already. Like they, it's so cookie cutter cliche that you're like no they mm-hmm. they people just talk like normal people like i don't know this has Look, the same it's, thing it's, what it's is a jobanoba real jobanaba jobanaba drink to the jobanabas that this, sounds definitely like a slur this podcast is a jobanaba and don't let jobanabas vote <laughs> you fucking moops <laughs> fucking moops Okay, so now like look at their facial reactions. They're like almost laughing. Those are like comedy shots where it's flat. Yeah. And they're like, Roop. oh zoop, watch out, scoop. Like and it's just Damien they just didn't tell the actors that the movie was gonna take this twist, so they're like, Really? This is this is where this is going? I'm surprised Jason okay. Lee didn't say someone had their period all over the floor. Like like it, it's yeah. it's that like Kevin Smith's stupid level of like writing. This does feel very Kevin Smithy. Like I told it's you. it's about a couple queef jokes away from being a Kevin Smith film. Yeah, and at some point, uh, Ben Affleck thinks he can turn a, a lesbian straight, and then it's the exact same movie. <laughs> Remember that progressive Jim? <laughs> if you talk about she's, dated movies, she's she's not lesbian. Is... She just needs a good dicking, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's like that's that's like uh. It's like a hip hop lyric where, where like like hip hop artists will, will say shit like that, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch a bunch of dicks and then and, and turn them straight. And like like that's not how things work, sir. Uh, sir, are you high or just incredibly <laughs> stupid? Well, like it works in a bragging thing, but it doesn't work in a um a oh, sincere rom-com. emotionally charging yeah, yeah, or a sincere like yeah. emotionally charged like drama. Oh, he's such oh, an no. idiot. And he Scooby jerks off do. Disney every time he can. Oh, Kevin Smith? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I don't I don't like Kevin Smith. He's an important part of my teenage years of like getting into enjoying films. I'll agree with but that. He, he, but he legitimately enjoys comic books. Fine, but he's 50. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. And so we See, get now, this... This is cool. I like the, the, the color change, the, the Dutch angle. It's creepy, it's uncomfortable, and this is a different movie entirely. So drink. All right. It goes from weird military yep. thing to body horror now. This is mm-hmm. my favorite part of the movie. It's very the thing. You're right. Guys trapped with some weird animal that, fe- you know, co-ops yeah, it's snowy. you. They, they have all the, the thing. They have, like, all the snow gear. And then you have also, like, Alien 2, where it's like this creature oh. comes out of there. Oh, my ah, favorite. Ah, ah, his asshole. Yeah, I would definitely walk out and leave. One thing I will give this movie, it it does kind of undercut the aliens. Like, they're, they're unstoppable until they aren't. But mm-hmm. n- no one really can handle these aliens. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, why is it, you know, it doesn't have a bunch of near-miss bites. It just keeps biting them. The problem yeah. is, is sometimes it slices their hand off, and sometimes they're unfazed by the bite. 
Yeah, like later when Pete's attacked, he says he tried yeah. to bite my dick off, but I'm like, I think I'm pretty sure that thing took off your whole like reproductive system, like down there, yeah. like you're dead, yeah. you're, you're gone, you're, you're gonna bleed out because there's a bunch of fucking arteries down there. And th- why does he reach for a fucking toothpick? My fucking um, god, these toothpicks. I know it's annoying, but that that was what I was trying to get to earlier when I actually described the characters, and they're not characters; they're they're like tropes or plot things. Yeah. Yeah, they're like his thing is he's neurotic and has a toothpick. Okay, I get it, but 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 like they're you said cookie cutter things. They're not characters. For... <laughs> they're, they're sure not human. Yeah, they're the aliens. <laughs> yeah, the the it's true. The most human thing are the ass weasels. <laughs> <laughs> just they just growing, trying kill to everyone and want to raise their kids. <laughs> uh This is so stupid. This is infuriating. I know, but... Just have the alien push him off. You know what I mean? I know, but it's a movie, Shane. You gotta have movie things happen in a movie. Ugh. I forgive it. And it's so neurotic. out. I know, but he's neurotic. He's compulsive. He's not adjusted. So I I buy Beaver. Of all the characters, he has the most character. and, And I buy... His characterization of, like, legitimately, he be, he's the most fucked up because all of them would be totally fucked up if having these powers at 14 years old. Christ, we still have an hour 27 into this piece of shit. I don't uh, appreciate you complaining about the films that I choose. I don't complain okay. about your fucking films. Are you, are you ready for... <laughs> Perfect timing Pro- for some proctology Proctology or Stephen King word? Yeah. Ready? I'm going to give you two. So the first okay. one... Beamquake. That's a Kevin Smith term. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll have to go with uh, King. Yeah, yeah. Beamquake. I don't know what a beamquake is, but you know what? Let's look at what a beamquake is. I could pull Let up. Let me. You look it up. I'm going to think what a beamquake is. Uh, I'm thinking like beams, like steel beams or beams in a house and a quake. So I'm going to go with this. Uh, a, a small earthquake that shakes the house, but not the entire foundation. When the beam-targeting breakers, physically gifted captives of the Big Bad, the Crimson King successfully destroys one of the six beams. This is the result felt across the reality. Is so it's a like the stand thing, <laughs> dude. The Dark Tower series sounds like Dark a Tower. shit show. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a real oh, shit show. Never seen or read anything from that, so I can't say one way or the other. My mom says the stand's a good book. She's given it to me and it's just sitting there in my library going, You're not gonna do this. Why don't bother? You're not gonna even <laughs> you're try not, to do this. You're not gonna do this. Alright. And then here's a trivia. Uh-huh. Stephen King co wrote an episode of which T V series? There's a lot. I can can you give me like a hint? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give um it would be a science fiction, like a like a contemporary for the time science fiction, like in real time, but it's a science fiction show, and it was very popular, very popular in the nineties. Star Trek. No, uh, the X Files. Oh, that would make sense. That makes a lot of sense. I tried to like give you a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's yeah, that's fair. All right, and then one more phrase because I got a lot of them. Uh, anal fissures. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with medical term. Uh, that is anal fissures, which is what that guy has. <laughs> um, when it's a puppet, it looks stupid, and I know this is coming from me. I think the CGI yeah. looks better than the puppet, which is another thing I say very often. So I don't know when I saw this movie before you told me to, but I remember it being creepier and scarier. Oh not, yeah, not this stupid. Oh no, it's it, it's fucking stupid because he's fighting with a a dick puppet. Uh, yeah, like, that came out of someone's ass, and I think I just saw like the puppeteer string on it. Oh, he's like he's oh, it's it. gonna bite his face. Oh, he's he's dead. Uh... And I hate when characters like just take way too long to react. Like you would see all this, you'd see him get killed, and you'd be like, "Oh fuck this!" And you wouldn't stare. You wouldn't be like, "Huh, huh." You'd be like, "Oh fuck that noise." Welcome to movies, Shane's tension. Ugh. No, but you're right. Like I saw this 2003, so I'd be. So I probably saw this around 13 or 14. That's probably thought I was a really cool movie because I was stupid. Yeah, but I uh, also thought Lady in the Water was a masterpiece. <laughs> not we. Um, <laughs> not but we. you know, I I enjoyed this stuff. It's not good, but it's creepy, and I think it might work better as a book. Like, imagine you're reading. Like the monster t- tore a hole out of its ass. Creepier than actually seeing worm wiggle and fight person to hand to hand combat. <laughs> this movie is also, stupid. Also, it would be creepier if like, like it attacked him when they were sleeping. Like kind of like Alien, where it's kind of like unsuspecting him having a fist fight with it is just goofy <laughs> as shit. He should have been like, like it should have gotten real stupid and be like, he trains at his boxing gym every day and helps like inner city kids learn how to box. And like, oh, I'm sure. It's so like that's that his there. moment where he's like, come here, you fucking alien. Yeah. Is it weird that like the, the ass weasels are more terrifying than the stupid, like tumor glob? And where did the big monster come from? It just walked in. It's just wandering around. And then like, it can change shapes because it projects itself how it thinks we want it to look. Yeah, that's the weird thing, too, because if it can do that, why does it need to possess people? Yeah. I want to just make itself look like a human. Yeah. This doesn't look terrible. It looks okay. Yeah. Oh. Where's Roswell? <laughs> Right? Which way to New Mexico? I want to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Can you show me to your mother's house? <laughs> Damien Lewis is trying really hard, but it looks comical, his reactions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, do you want? what do you want? Your women. <laughs> <laughs> your anal cavity. Yeah, your butts. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Writer-director Lawrence Kasdan said he had trouble getting more work um, after this movie totally flopped. <laughs> I hope so, you son of a bitch. You should have quit <laughs> while you were ahead. True. That is true. Uh, you want to guess what? Dreamcatcher were like, never hire this man. <laughs> Do you uh, want to guess what his uh, next big movie was after this film? 
Lawrence Ka- Spy Kids. <laughs> no, that would be right after this. Uh, the Force Awakens. He wrote that. Yep, he's a hack. <laughs> yeah, he Fucking... did that. I think I think he did uh, the solo film too. But but he and his I think he and his son co-wrote those new Star Wars films. You, th- you know, the sad part is is when Kasdan meets up with a great idea guy, usually good things happen. Because George Lucas is a terrible writer, but a great idea man. And mm-hmm. so you you think that having that talent would fix this, but I think Stephen well, King had too much say. No, I don't. I, I don't know. Stephen King, it said he sold the rights to this movie for a dollar. Like he didn't give a shit about this movie, like about the book, and kind of just gave it away. So I don't think Stephen King has any say in his in the films. I don't think he cares. I know he and Kubrick hated each other because of what Kubrick <laughs> did to The Shining. Make but it better. I, Right, but I, I don't think Stephen King has a lot of say, because I, I, he doesn't even produce the film. So I don't think he has say. I, I think he just takes the money, and comes on set to like maybe give ideas. But I don't think he really has any creative license unless someone gives it to him. So obviously, someone like Kubrick is like, "Fuck you, I don't give a shit." <laughs> maybe Kazan's like, maybe like this, but I, I but. King doesn't have fond memories of this, and I'll get into why later, but he doesn't really have fond memories of this book in particular. <laughs> he was dabbling with heroin. <laughs> You're going to feel bad later. <laughs> uh, someone had butt cancer. <laughs> You're going to feel bad for that one later. <laughs> I'll get you later. You're going to regret that one. Okay, now it's the new movie. It's now a military film that has um, no... Drink. This does not in any way feel properly. Oh, and it's called Ripley. Speaking of Alien. Mm-hmm. Now that I believe, the the military would be so, like, unable to... What are we going to name it? Who could Ripley actually be butt slugs, but... <laughs> <laughs> Operation Butt Slug cannot be... Cannot get out. We will... Operation Butt Plug will go ahead to kill the butt slugs. <laughs> we will plug this butt. Anal cement will commence at dawn. I do kind of like that the military's not inept in this. They kind of show up and they're like, all right, all right, let's handle this. The butt slugs are back again. Like, that's kind of a cool approach to it. Instead of us being unprepared, we're totally just like, just another day, just another dollar kind of thing. SSDD. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, the problem is like, I think the characterization of the military is right until uh, General Kurtz here goes up the deep end. Oh yeah, like, like, like I get. I'm not a person who's like go to war and fight everything, but I understand the military has to make decisions that aren't going to make anyone happy in the end of the day. So genociding a bunch of aliens and possibly quarantining people for life <laughs> yeah is awful but then i'm not the person who signed up to make those goddamn decisions because i am a pussy and i would and not make also decisions, so. like uh if i if the military told me like hey these got these people literally have crazy butt weasels that come out and eat things and infect everything else so we're gonna we're gonna deny some human rights here i'd be like you know what that's that's one of those kind of the ends justify the means mm-hmm. but then once again like Okay, so putting this in the real world, imagine it gets out in the media that like there's butt slugs, aliens, fake news. I don't believe it. That's the liberal or the conservative media. Mm-hmm. I can go out and do what I want to fuck quarantine. Like, 
it's all nonsense if you like extrapolate this to a point of reality. So sure, keep keep your butt slugs in your Stephen King novels. Just, just don't make it real. Slugs aren't real. Exactly. This is all Illuminati plot. <laughs> I ain't seen a cheese. butt slug. Look at me. I'm healthy as can be. I work out and drink water. I don't got no butt slugs. <laughs> you can check my asshole. Peter, uh, sorry, sorry. Long. Christ. Yeah, it is long. So, sorry, but Peter, we have been talking to you all. How are you feeling right now about watching Dreamcatcher with us? What do you feel? Hey, you the things you care deeply about will most often not land where you think they will. Yeah, that's uh, that's very insightful, Peter. Thank you. This is stupid. <laughs> Please don't install our guest. He <laughs> he flew all the way from Minnesota, and he's he's staying in my guest house right now. He likes a lot of quesadillas. It's really weird, and he wants me. He wants to constantly go over lines for a Christmas story. It's really weird. Yeah. Ah, uh, did he shoot the finger or the glass behind it? No, no, I want to fish your right out of I shoot you one of your eyes, my leg rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so he shot Gomer Pyle because <laughs> he let someone through the net. Um, yeah. this just show that Morgan Freeman is a hard leader and kind of no, losing it. No, it. it shows he's fringy. He's on the fringe on the edge. He's out. God damn it, Colonel. You crossed the Curtis line. Is it weird? I'm sure it's not weird to you. I get Tom Sizemore and Michael Madsen confused. Yeah. I keep um, thinking he's in Tarantino films and he's not. Actually, here's the thing. I like Tom Sizemore. I didn't know I liked Tom Sizemore. I've seen a bunch of movies where, hey, it's Tom Sizemore. But I couldn't pick him out of a lineup until now. <laughs> now I go, oh, that's Tom Sizemore. You can pick him out of a lineup because he's always doing lines. Oh, very good. Do you remember that? He had his own reality TV show. No. A Saving Sizemore. Yeah, he's a huge, or was, I think he's dead. He's a huge <laughs> cokehead. And he had a relative TV show, I think on VH1 or something like that, where like he was trying, like going through rehab because he's a huge, huge cokehead. Fuck yeah! So on Black Hawk Down, he was just railing coke. I think on everything he's just railing coke. That's awesome. He's he is not dead. I thought he was dead. Is Michael Madsen dead? <laughs> one of them's dead. Someone died. I don't know. No. One of them did. Would one of you die? <laughs> so I can figure out who you are. Jesus Christ, this is stupid. Nope, they're both alive. I'm just stupid. Yeah. Okay, um, right now... Uh, oh, yeah, Pete, so they just told us that they've been killing aliens for a while. Timothy Oliphant's still an alcoholic now, I guess. And he's yeah. being funny with a dead person. Yeah, scene change. Went from military to silly, goofy... Uh, around the campfire where Pete Davidson here tells us about his big dick. He he is very, very Pete Davidson. I Pete Davidson's one of those that, like, I would say 90% of his jokes, I just stare blankly with crickets. And then 10% I'm like, ha, ha, that's kind of funny. Like, I never just roll on the ground laughing at what Pete Davidson has to say. I don't hate Pete Davidson. Um, I think he blew up really, really fast and very young, and that kind of is just a 
a weird reality and he obviously has like severe mental problems from just like the trauma he's gone through and just like thrown in the limelight but he reminds me of, like justin bieber kind of in a way where it's like he blew up so fast he's bound to like burn very very quickly but but I, I don't hate him i just don't think he's particularly funny very often no but, but i don't hate anybody i just kind of nothing a lot of people here isn't it weird that he's british did, did Damien Lewis just not want to do the American accent the whole time? No, it's intentional. I, it says, I read on IMDb, because there is not a lot of trivia about this movie. Why is the alien British? No one wants to talk about this movie. <laughs> Lawrence Kasdan doesn't want to talk about this movie. No one wants to talk about it. Like, like everyone wants to, wants to pretend like, the, the, like this butt happened. weasel died years ago, and no one's talking about it anymore. Like, oh, it's no, the like butt a, slugs are back. It's basically like a hemorrhoid. He's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but yeah, uh, so he, apparently Damien Lewis modeled his accent, even though he's British, off of Michael McDowell, you know, from Clockwork Orange right. and um, et cetera, et cetera. Just weird. Why is the Brit doing a fake British accent? <laughs> like, 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 like Damien Lewis is not that, you know, over the top British like that. Yeah. It's just weird. Very meta. I wonder if they just let to me all all of fun to just actually gave him beer, and just mm-hmm. said, just just go for it, man. Just, just do you, dude. <laughs> I made Star Wars. I don't care. Yeah, I I hang out with George Lucas. <laughs> I made the only good Star Wars movie ever. I'm good. Yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Name a better Star Wars movie than The Empire Strikes Back. I I'll was wait. gonna eat your clam. <laughs> <laughs> He invited her out for clams, which is a weird date. And that, and that if you're from Maine, I guess. Yeah, that does sound delicious. I don't know. It's it's well, it's that's a risky first date. Let's go get some let's go get some seafood. But I guess if you're from Maine, when in Rome, eh, you would take a girl out to get lobster, you know. So that you balling out of control. Oh, I can't afford lobster on 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 my pay scale. Yeah, we we now are fully supported by our podcast, which means that we are hobos. I'm actually Peter Billingsley's sex slave. It's um, keeping the rent. <laughs> I'm, yes, his, I'm his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his ass weasel. So now he's going to get attacked by a butt slug. Um. Oh, really? Oh, now we're talking about really Real, really? Oh, now Dedits is from a different planet? No is that shit. Because you can read minds? Like. I thought you were Chris Angel mind freak. Oh, I was, <laughs> I'm confused now. Oh, I get it now. Can you imagine if Chris Angel got eaten alive by a butt slug? He's, He's doing his little slug. magic card trick on the street and mm-hmm. some alien attacks him. See, this is the whole thing. This whole theme, I say theme loosely, about like kindness and goodness and good people get gifts and they're meant for something bigger in the world it feels very like you mentioned before m night shyamalani where it's kind of like we're for a bigger purpose in this world and i just want to throw up isn't that there's some like remember it it was like a big tv show where like a bunch of young adults had superpowers but like they never met each other it's kind of soap opery is like a it's called like the chosen or something like that it was super popular uh, Heroes? Yes! I never saw Heroes. That sounds a lot like that. Ah, oh, I bit his cock. Or I, what we're supposed to think, and then his cock is fine. 
Yeah, it's fine. Because Timothy Elephant can't lose his dick. It's his most powerful member. Yeah, Beaver just got, like, completely mauled, but he's fine. This is the dumbest fight ever. Yeah. So he just pile-drived it with his cock into the campfire. And and now he's fighting this alien prison style. So I, P here brings in his uh his his six inch member versus this two foot long alien yeah. cock weasel here. He's definitely outmatched. You know what I don't understand either? If he's like, where did it go? Why doesn't he just twirl his finger and have it point where it is? Oh, why now he's being. Why can't it read its mind? Oh. It obviously has like. The process to like you know survive and reproduce so it has at least the thought of kill 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 i'm gonna jump right about now uh-huh. this is fucking dumb why doesn't he just reach out to a buddy and be like hey uh i need i need help he so did right now because he's coming towards him reach out through christ Power of Christ compels uh, you. Drink, Mighty Mouse is on the way. Uh, that's a reference. See, I remember, I remember seeing the trailer to this, and I remember when I was a kid. I don't remember if I saw it in the theater. I remember when he says, "You're not Jonesy." That was always like a super dramatic, like sting, <sighs> something in my thing. And and now I'm like, oh, it's just silly. Oh, because he's psychic. Mm-hmm. And why doesn't Mister Gray sense that he's in his warehouse? Uh, he does right now. He, he says. Who was that on the side of the road there? Oh, who was Jonesy? that, Jonesy? I got a cup of tea. <laughs> chim chimari, chim chimaroo. <laughs> fuckery, fuckaroo. There we go. Now it's coming full circle. Yeah, we did it. God, I'm hungry. I just want to eat right now. Welcome to the podcast where Shane bitches I'm about how long the movie so is and wants to eat food. Hi, right now. <laughs> ah. You're pretty and coherent, I, surprisingly. I'm just hungry. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get back to Mr. Gray. Me and Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones and me going out <laughs> of buttholes together. And we, <laughs> we take over the beautiful women. You're going to get her butthole. Oh, no, no. I'm going to get her butthole. <laughs> I apologize if you're listening to That this was my Counting Crows rendition of Mr. Jones and me. Oh, he's going through their porn section. Eat shit and die. Uh oh. Why is he talking? Why isn't he just normal like everybody else? I sympathy. That's the only thing I can think of. I that's yeah. I don't know. Stephen King is known for like his outcasts and sympathetic characters of like 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 the Losers Club and it. The Stand By Me, the kids have all come from, like, difficult past. So he has a lot of sympathy for children and, like, their innocence. So I think, you know, the the, the ultimate example of innocence is someone who is mentally handicapped because they, you know, don't understand the darkness of the world. So they're so innocent to it all. I think that's the whole point of this. I think Stephen King's a real Glenn Beck. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect response. <laughs> okay. So now him and Pete are going to wander out or whatever. Okay. Um, 
I am going to give you another proctology or Stephen King term. Yay. Lobstrosities. Lobstrosity. It sounds like an obstruction in your colon, so I'm going to go with medical term. Nope, it's a Stephen King term for giant lobsters. No. <laughs> a lobstrosity. Lobstrosity. Do, 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 do. Lobstrosity. Oh. Why couldn't they give him, like, eye contacts, but they actually CGI'd his eyes? And if Mr. Gray de- species developed with this psychic ability to, like, kill people, yep. like, with their mind, why do they have physical weapons? Or or why does he just need to, like, go to I-95? Yeah. Like, he can just read his mind where to go. And how does he already know where he's going if they crash-landed here? Uh, They've been doing it for years, and they picked... What'd they pick Boston for? That that fucking water there is already polluted. That, that's definitely going to kill any yeah, kind of and, alien virus that's in there. And why don't they just land near that? Like, why is he surprised? He like Did he not know he has a gift because of Jonesy can do that and they can read minds? Like, like Does he really not know this? I. So anyone that gets touched by the butt weasel has that shit grow on them? I, oh yeah, I, I I never know what that was either. That's like the that fungus, just, the red fungus. Because by that logic, all those animals are infected, and they're all gonna like, you know, contaminate everything. Because birds, birds yeah. fly. I. And I is, feel like you can do way more damage by doing like a fucking avian flu and you could putting in like the water supply be more efficient to actually like get it out in the world like for fucking bats. And, and is Mr. Gray like just the only last vestige of them? Cuz like if they've been doing this for years, why is Mr. Gray so important? If at any point they could have already succeeded in this plan. No, they just crash landed like months ago, right? So there's like a whole race of them that are coming and you're it's also the under assumption that they're going to come back too. This isn't like the end of their race. He just happened to get out, but it, it seems like Mr. Gray's like their leader, or at least they're like, you know, their secret agent who infiltrated enemy lines. It's fucking dumb, man. Just want to hear the president be like, we currently have our top military personnel battling aliens that infect through touch and apparently come out of your butt. <laughs> this, is, the, this is Bush era, sir. Butt, we're currently battling the butt slugs. <laughs> <laughs> We have heard they have weapons of mass destruction and oil. I've sicked our best man on it, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Him, along with a group of hunters, is going to go take care of it. Blast! Yeah. <laughs> Blast in the face. I'm sorry, Miss Cheney, but your husband's heart problem is complicated. <laughs> oh, God. Shane's definitely fucked up. Okay. All right. Um, Let's go to Shut or Not. Okay. Okay. Dreamcatcher was nominated in 2003 for Best Horror Slash Thriller Film at the Team Choice Awards and lost oh, to and lost to and lost to Signs. True or false? Oh God! True. <laughs> it's false. Oh. Uh, it lost to the movie The Ring. Another world beater. <laughs> Jesus. You- 
I remember the ring being really good when I was younger. And a couple of years ago, I watched it and fell asleep. It's really not <laughs> as interesting. But I think the time, like 2003, horror was in a different place. So then it just became a huge cultural phenomenon, even though the film itself is not that well it's, made. It's kind of a scary concept. Ugh, sorry. It's also really fucking stupid, too. The seven days thing. Like it, it works in like concept as opposed to reality. Like, Dreamcatcher! Yeah, for realsies. Okay, um, right now, Tom Jane, whose name is O'Henry, uh, is at the cabin. He sees all the red stuff everywhere. He's sad about his beaver getting its fingers eaten out by a anal <laughs> slug. Ain't and the now beaver. He's, Fuck me, Freddy, drink. Fuck me, Freddy, drink. God damn it. I do kind of like the, the the fungus. I don't get it, but I don't it's, get it's it a either. Cool aesthetic. It's a cool aesthetic, though. Yeah. None of the actors seem phased by it, but whatever. Tom Jane just looks confused. That's that's his his face in this entire film. Is wait what? I huh? like him as the Punisher. That's that's all I got. I love him in the Mist. It's a better Stephen King adaptation mm. by a better. Dr- better director frank darabont knows how to work it and that's perfect because tom jane plays like the pragmatist everyman mm-hmm. who is trying to be the logical person and he makes a big fucking mistake <laughs> <laughs> i love the mist it's a great fucking film and then it just turns into a goddamn religious cult <laughs> yeah Ugh, creepy and gross i don't like this His body shoot shit. her <laughs> this body horror shit's effective if it wasn't a goofy movie yeah. but it's fucking creepy he should have said clever girl <laughs> God, it's too much it's too phallic to be creepy yeah you missed oh you got it ah he blew its head off and then all the the eggs look like now sperm, they're gonna so hatch it's, just, it's so phallic oh yeah Stephen King was jerking off a lot at this time well, it's it's kind of funny, like stealing from Alien because Alien's a very feminine yeah. film. Because obviously, you know, like the Queen, it's a female, it, it bursts out of your chest, so pregnancy only the men mm-hmm. give birth. And this one's the opposite; it's very phallic in men. Because if you think about it, how many females are in this film, Shane? Two. Like one? Yeah. There's not a single like female lead in all of this. It's a very like masculine kind of centric film. Yeah, very butthole, male butthole centric. Buttholes and dicks. Look, those things are sperm right oh, there, yeah. obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's very masculine. It's very, weird. Very spermy. Very toit. Transpermia. Oh dear God! All right, all right. Here's trivia for you. In Pet Cemetery, what is the name uh-huh. of the spirit in the woods near the burial site? What kind of spirit is it? Is it a Wendigo? Jesus Christ. You've got like all of them. I told you I have like autism. It's weird for horror. How do you know what a Wendigo is? Of course I know what a Wendigo is. It's like a Native American like creature that. that Oh, I forgot you're Native American. Yeah, it's it's part of my heritage. (laughs) Oh, that was actually a guess. I really didn't know. I I know it's a native burial ground. I know the little boy's name is Gage and. Comes back from the dead and says, "Dead's better off dead. Dead's basically dead." <laughs> Best leave them all buried out there. <laughs> Best not raise them from the dead. <laughs> oh, the sperm is cooking. God, it's like 
It's like whenever um, I like type on my laptop and I put it like on my lap, I always feel like there goes my sperm. There it goes. <laughs> Thank God. Uh-huh. Nuke it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can't procreate. <laughs> uh, like I'm microwaving my dick all the time. All right, here's a um Stephen King word or or medical term. <laughs> this is the stupidest like idea, and I love it so much. <laughs> Diverticulitis. That's definitely medical. Yeah, it was, it was, that's definitely it. Can I try to guess what that means? Is thinking like the it's the, the inflammation of, of the diver, which I believe is a skin in your colon. I could be stupid though. I actually believe that was uh, the diver was founded by uh, Doctor Dio by Doctor <laughs> Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> That's what happens when you have diverticulitis. You just can't stop singing Holy Diver. <laughs> Holy Diver. Mm, this is one of the worst cases I've seen. You've been gone too long in the midnight sea. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to have to kill him. Why would they assume that Duddits can find a lost girl who fell in a well? <laughs> Gotta get away. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they're like, oh, we're going to go solve mysteries together. Scooby and the gang. But our dog is a, a mentally handicapped kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's scrappy dude. That's what he's saying. I know. Is that the one that oh, we saw shit. her I just... vagina? No. God damn, no. No, that's... <laughs> no. Oh, it's very confusing because, like I said, there's only two females in this entire film. So it's very confusing. Um, It's weird. He's wearing, like, the uh, the rain jacket from It. Oh, yeah. You know what I want to bet? And, and this could be totally wrong. I'm just shooting from the hip. I bet mm-hmm. in the book, it's not as, like, innocent where they find her. I bet, like, it's not just, oh, Lassie fell down a well. It's, like, she's kidnapped. Oh, yeah. There's Something probably awful. some, like, fucking pedophile and shit. From, from what I read from, like, the, like, I think a good read synopsis that kind of went into depth of this, it, like... It follows until the end. This follows pretty closely to the book, so I don't think it's Stephen Kingy as much as you think it might be. But, but once again, I only read. That's why he doesn't like notes, it. Basically, <laughs> it's not fucked up enough. It's not enough child. Uh, yeah, rape. there wasn't enough children fucking each other. I don't like it. <laughs> oh man. Once again, I like this premise and idea. I like this idea of these kids get this power and use it to solve mysteries. It doesn't fit this fucking ass worm. By the way, drink because it's changed movie plots again. But it doesn't. It doesn't fit the rest of this shit. But I like it. It's stand by me, but with you know, it's too much. Like, strange Stranger Things powers. Basically, it's too much shoved into the goddamn movie. Like they should. It. This is like eight different movies that should have just been cut out and formed into their own plant. I'm telling you, these are all good short stories. Yeah, yeah. And those are my favorite Stephen King and uh, like things. I like his short stories because they're simple to get through. They're creepy and comfortable, and they work. Um, there's one actually with Thomas Jane. I think he wrote it with his son. Short stories. It's a Netflix movie called 1922, where Tom Jane kills his wife, oh. and then uh, his son's like dealing with the guilt of it all. It's a it's a really short like. 90-minute film on Netflix is really good. And then he also did another one. I think it's a short story. It's, um... Oh, what's it called? Fucking, it's... Shit. Oh, man. Uh, Gerald's Game, where this mm-hmm. um this couple go to this uh, cabin to kind of rekindle their 
marriage and then the husband ties her oh, up yeah, for like yeah, a yeah. sex thing and he has like a heart attack and then she has to like survive it's really creepy but those work because they're small little stephen king things that good directors you know tie up and take out the fucking most of the weird shit yeah <laughs> gerald's game is a good premise because that's the one that you're like man like any couple mm-hmm. that you know maybe tried to spice it up like could run into Oh, it's a fucking like nightmare. Yeah, um, like, like, like everyone has it like in the back misery. of their head. Like, what if someone walked in, or if, or if like, what, what if someone saw this, or, 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 or if like I'm locked in this very compromising position? Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's 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 a good premise and it works. I think I think it's a Stephen King. It's very misery as. Or maybe wrong. Oh yeah, it, well, but once again, the, all of Stephen King's fucking books involve a writer of some sort. You kind of he kind mm-hmm. of transcribes himself into his things to a certain extent. Not everything, but most of them. Or about writers. That's kind of like the whole, you know, trope of Stephen King. He puts an alcoholic writer in there. Oh, how would he know about that? Ever relate? Oh God. I don't mind this. It doesn't work, but for the rest of this film, but I don't. I like this stuff. Uh... Oh, here's a question: If we have any female fans out there, which we don't, but if we had any, I I put this on out on social media at some point. Do any females like stand by me? That's another one of those like male centric things. And I wonder if any females get anything out of the story of four boys growing up and want to see a dead body. <laughs> you want to see a dead body. <laughs> oh, this is the uh, Godzilla 2000. <laughs> oh my God. I got so many Godzilla bobs. Oh yeah. It, there's a lot. Ugh, look at this, how ugly that is. That fucking transition, like the wavy, like trees. God, it's so, ugly. so fucking ugly. My dad was. Now it's a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah, it's totally like. It's like Independence Day or yeah. Godzilla. Oh, God. <laughs> Ugh, look how bad that is. You see that shit? Look how bad that green screen is. Like they're, they're, they're trying to cover up the green screen by yeah. making it, you know, foggy. Ugh, it's so <laughs> goddamn ugly. Oh, man. This is Fast and the hard. part of the movie where it slogs for me. This is where the military, and I don't really care about military kind of shit in general. It gets boring, and then and then it gets really, really, really fucking stupid. It slogs. <laughs> Uh-oh, they're putting it right into their heads. Also cool. Yeah. I like this idea that the aliens can like astro-project their voices into like their heads, and it's creepy <laughs> like that. They don't really play at the premise at all because Morgan Freeman says, fuck it. Well, like, you know, nuke them. And, and, okay. So the aliens are protecting themselves, right? <laughs> by, by, by putting directly into your head voices. Yeah. Why would a human be like, oh, yeah, that means it's definitely not alien if it's putting thoughts in my head? Yeah. Well, the ar- the argumentation is it appeals to your your pathos, your like emotional side of it. But I'd be like, this is fucked, man. These are de- these aliens are awful. You know, like it would. Th- you think you'd have a better defense mechanism? Well, I, I guess the the logic is they just got to convince one person, right? Because this person, if they convince one person to believe it, they just that person can use their you know their machine gun to start firing and take them down. He's got to get one to, to fucking follow you. I do like that. The aliens just decide that like, we can't defend ourselves. So let's just blow it up. Yeah. This is weird that like this ends very anticlimactically. Yeah. 
Oh, they're... I just like that, that, that they think this is going to work on these fucking, like, jarheads. Uh, it's weird, man. This is a movie. This this was a thought-out idea. No, a, a four-time Oscar-nominated director who's known for some of the biggest box office hits of all time is like, I need a, to adapt this and direct it. Make it look like shit. Make it be nonsensical and think that this is not going to hurt my career. Merry Christmas to you. And look, they look even like sperm. Look at them. They, they, they look like fucking... Do they have legs? They do. They have sad little like um, protozoan like mm. little legs. Kind of like a little like <laughs> evolved Darwin and even things. This is so stupid. They're like little tadpoles. Ugh. So they like they reminds of Godzilla. Where it looks like the little like like a Velociraptor Godzillas. It's gonna blow. I love it though. That's their their ultimate device to getting us out of here. Instead of flying out of here or using some kind of weapon, it's gonna self destruct because there's no way humans have more military. Personnel. Like, they... That's another thing, is this group is supposed to have been fighting these aliens forever, right? 40, 50 years? But they have no idea what anything, any of this shit is or what they do. You think they'd be like, oh, that's their self-destruct thing. They do this every time. Well, you you know, I I don't know. I don't have any experience in the military. I don't think you do either. But I, I, I feel like... It's common practice to not follow direct orders from your superior, <laughs> yeah, right? In the military, that is a um, the first tenet of Fight Club. <laughs> and the Bill of Rights yeah. of being part of the military. Yeah. Kiss my ass, uh, Seabass. <laughs> orders, orders are optional. Yeah, you could suck my orders. Um, I always feel like this this was longer, like the the back and forth between Pete and Jonesy, but. He kind of dispatches him pretty quickly. Yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, Josie's right. Don't talk to the weirdo. Oh, he's going to bite his bag, which doesn't rip anyone's clothes. Like, he's able to transform into this giant monster, eat him, and the clothes are fine. Don't question it. Oh, he ate him. Well, see, that's the weird thing too, because it seems like he possessed him with, with space dust. But now he's but then actually it's, him. It's, 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 he's actually transforming into him, like he's a shapeshifter. Like it, it's it's swept, it swapped, the 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 quote unquote the logic, logic of, like, of this, the, yeah. yeah, of the forming, yeah. Do cocaine. <laughs> um, oh, cocaine. This is fucking stupid too. Because he stops a military transport, which would be like, oh, uh, that has aliens in the back. That is would be like, um, no, no hitchhikers. In who, fact, whose strict orders are to put everyone under quarantine yeah. and probably fire on. Because what, what, like, what they're like probably the highest level top secret of what's going on here. So we're not stopping. First of all, and two, yeah. if you get in our way, we're gonna fucking murder yeah, you. And they would report we got a hitchhiker on fucking Route Seven. Get him. Like, yeah. Whatever, man. It's fucking dumb. And he has a dog for some reason. Why? Because he's military. We all have dogs. 
Didn't you see that movie with Channing Tatum? With the, he's a doll. Oh, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah. All right. Um, I think this is my last. Making another magic. Making another magic Mike movie. Isn't that crazy? Really? I don't know about Steven Soderbergh this time. I haven't seen any of them. I heard they're like actual serious movies, but just isn't really. The first one was actually surprisingly good. A... That's why I hear it's actually a good movie. It's a Soderbergh. It's a Soderbergh movie. Yeah. So it's good. I just never saw it because that topic doesn't really interest me. The second one I watched drunkenly, and and that's it. There's no other reason. Um, yeah, that. There's no alternative yeah, motive yeah, at all. No, I don't see what you're trying to say. Um, I don't like to lick cum. It's letters. like uh, what was the movie with the singers that everyone was freaking out about? Like Kendra, Kendra, Anna Kendrick's in it, and. Oh, uh, the cup movie, fucking Pitch Perfect. Yes, that that's what Magic Mike Two basically was. They go on a road trip to the Las Vegas annual strip club to win the finals and and save the strip club. That seems like a different movie than the original. It one. is the original very dark, different. Dark film. Okay, a uh, drink because we went from military action shit to weird reindeer games reindeer game we should have watched that movie there's a christmas movie for you with ben affleck ben affleck and now we're back to kevin smith now we're back to chasing amy we've gone full circle here ladies and gentlemen oh shit i'm sorry peter i've been ignoring you you've been sitting there staring at me with those those gazing eyes and and your dick out all the time how you feeling pete i want an official red rider carbon action 200 wings ball air rifle Ooh. That's hilarious. Good job. I, I, I do I did I also wanted a Red Rider Reboot gun when I was a kid. That's hilarious. I didn't have a dad to give me one. <laughs> Why does he have a drill? Mom only gave you knives. Yeah. Knives and trauma. <laughs> Broken promises, huh? That's where that, that section is under Duddits. That's where your dad would be. <laughs> Sorry, that was awful. <laughs> okay. Here's a... Because now we have the... Oh, is he going to get caught in the warehouse? He doesn't get caught okay. in the warehouse. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. It's visual, but is it? Is he literally going through his mind yeah. palace and going to chase him? And he's and limping he has a limp. in his mind Why is he limping in his mind palace? Is, isn't he the best person in his mind? Wouldn't you think it's kind of like in heaven? In heaven, you're not in a wheelchair anymore. You would be like the best person of you, but no, in your mind palace, he's still handicapped. It's and he has, yeah. I like the idea of him battling him in his consciousness. That's that's a fun. But he premise. doesn't even do that. He just he's not battling. He's just running. He's like there's no actual like engagement. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Well, this whole movie's fucking dumb. Ah, <laughs> oh, SSD. That's why we watched it because we don't watch good things. No, but we do have good trivia. All right. Ah, tell me some more trivia about butts. Which Stephen King novel often gets compared to the BBC sci-fi series Quartermass and the Pit? Sci-fi series. Okay, well, Quartermass and the Pit sounds like... It's a like Stephen King novel. Shit. So... Quartermass and the Pit? Fuck. Quarter mass? No, that's like shooting the quarter, body quarter, quarter mass. mass in the pit. Oh. Quarter mass in the pit? I don't know. Dreamcatcher? The Tommyknockers. I've never seen that. I don't even know what the Tommyknockers is. It's, I know it's aliens, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is it? I don't know anything about that. I think it's like... It's like it, the point. Stephen King has so much shit. How can I possibly... 
Here, I'll, I'll fix this right now. What the fuck is the Tommy Knockers? Oh no! Uh, you're not watching the film, which we don't recommend you do because we pay. I paid. I own this movie now. Um, lucky me. Uh, right now, Tom Sizemore is being shown by Morgan Freeman, the COVID nineteen quarantine zone, sponsored by China, and he's showing him all the uh, the people who are going to be murdered because they have red on their face, which I find racist, but whatever. It is what it is. All right. Uh, I'm not going to read the plot because maybe someone out there wants to actually read the Tommy Knockers, but. <clears throat> Here's what I think about it. All right. While maintaining a horror style, the novel is an excursion into the realm of science fiction for King, as the residents of the main town of Haven gradually fall under the influence of mysterious objects buried in the woods. Tommy Knockers. What a dumb name. Oh. Tommy Knockers sounds like a kind of like a um like Porky's or Screwballs, yeah. kind of like, uh, or Meatballs comedy. Tommy Nakazaki. Ah, yeah, Tommy, Tommy Nakazaki. Let's look at boobs. Yeah, yeah there's no knockers. boobs in this film. This movie gets a boob. I don't. I don't think Stephen King really sexualizes a lot of things. He's more Only into, children. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> to children and just trauma and creepy shit like that. Did he just? Or maybe that. Maybe that, that they don't put the sexualized stuff in Stephen King novels because it involves children too often. Oh, I love this. So I love that um, that, uh, that Tom Sizemore knows he's fighting off an alien invasion and they have the power for mind control. And he just readily follows Tom's yeah. Jane's like, insightful face and didn't think to himself, huh, this guy reads my mind. No, it's, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. This whole fucking thing is stupid. I'm so hungry. Okay. And to... And to I, I get Morgan Freeman's crazy, but right. he has, he has like sympathy. Like he, he's, he even says like, like, I don't like doing this, but I yeah. have to do this. Like, like, you know, monster, but you know, pragmatist in the end. And no one had a problem doing his orders up to this point. Like now it's too far. He's well, no, cause, cause that one general's knocking on his back door saying Jennifer McCaleb or McAllister is coming in or something like that. He's the good guy, I guess, because he's regular army. He's not blue man group. No, because because he's white. Yes, yes, that is exactly. Ugh. I could be drinking scotch instead of drinking this terrible. Drink I think my problem is I use really, I use an Irish whiskey that's been in my cabinet for way too long. I think I know why because it's terrible. <laughs> it's not Jameson. This is terrible. It's terrible. I don't like Jameson. Ugh. Are you serious? I love it. Ugh, maybe because I've just vomited it up too much. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> it might be a problem. Okay, uh, shot or not? This film was shot entirely on location in Derry, Maine. True or false? Is it Derry, Maine? Not a real place? I would say false. It's shot in Maine, but Derry's not real. <laughs> just like birds <laughs> birds aren't fucking real except for me um, no yeah it's false I want to guess where this was entirely shot it's not in Maine North Dakota ooh a little bit north it's all shot in British Columbia and Vancouver and Prince George ew fucking Canucks I like, some, I like me some Canada it's very pretty up there you socialist fucks if your medical's so good, why do you come down here for it? <laughs> okay, Grandpa. 
Go back to your <laughs> socialist anarchist society. Justin Trudeau's a racist. That's right. He touches children and eats babies. We have our own racist <laughs> baby lovers over here. Get out. Go to your own country. That's right. Okay, we're back to military. Uh, Still standing in the snow, staring. And the man who stands in the snow. These are Americans. If they're Canadians, I wouldn't give a shit, but they're Canadians, but they're Americans. Americans. Eating your McDonald's. Having your butt diarrheas. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, you ready for another word? I'm going to give you two. Um, I'm going to give you two. Sure. The first one. Okay. Her- I'm listening, by the way. Don't think I'm ignoring you. Colorectal. Colorectal sounds like the space in between your colon and your rectum, so I'm going to go with medical. It is a medical term. You ready for the next one? Well, am I right? What does it mean? You were right. Colorectal. I don't know. That's like I have a fucking high school diploma or some shit. What about this one? Weeby. Oh, that's 100% Stephen Kingism. (laughs) Can I guess what it means, though? (laughs) Let me find it. A weeby. Okay. Weeby. What is it? Weeby sounds either like um, like a, a dweeb, like a weakling dweeb, or it's a stupid spirit that that haunts the dreams of little girls when they're on their periods knowing Stephen King um it means a youngster there hasn't been a stock blast in these pots since I was a weeby oh I can definitely see that's a pet cemetery sound I'm not sure it's because of your accent but I can also just see that these if you haven't guessed have been all dark tower words Oh, okay. I've not read the Dark Tower series. I'm going to have to now because it sounds like a shithole. I know the movie did nothing. Yeah, but you take a fucking 2,000-page book and try to put it in 90 minutes starring Matthew McConaughey as the devil. Like, how fucking good is it And Idris Elba. Okay, but we don't blame Idris Elba. That's true. We blame Matthew McConaughey. I blame Matthew. Speaking of which... Um, did you ever see Beast with Idris Elba? Like the one where he's uh, in Africa, he takes his daughters there and the lion attacks him. And the what? Idris Elba takes his daughters to Africa and a lion like stalks him. It's like a... Oh, it's like, um, uh, what's that movie with uh, Val Kilmer and... Uh, I've never seen it, but I know you're talking uh, about. Ghost, uh, yeah. ghost, something in the ghost, ghost in the grass or something like that. Yeah, my grandpa was telling me about that. Movie. It's a good movie. That. That's a good movie. But oh yeah, go see Beast. Beast is surprisingly good. It's way better than than it should be. Like it's actually really good. We should talk about that for. It sounds terrifying. It it sounds stupid. It sounds like a sci-fi original, but it's actually way better than it sh- it has the right to be. So check it out. Yeah. We talk about it. At our I end feel of the like year it could be good if you're sparing with the the lion and keep the suspense high like it could be a fun little hour and a half yeah and they actually give it just all like some acting to do it's pretty good mm. but there's a lot of teenagers in it so you might not oh no i don't like that i don't like that at all and they're black girls so you really don't yeah 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 cut that cut that nope saying them. I, you said it i i like people all people Cer- certain people <laughs> 
Not moops, that's for Not sure. the moops. I don't like the moops. <laughs> I don't like Lorden's Kazan anymore. Yeah. I really don't like him. <laughs> I watched this movie twice. I paid $4 to watch this fucking movie. I paid $10 to own it. You you own it? Well, because I watched a couple weeks ago because work's really busy right now. So I knew I wouldn't have time this week. So I watched it two weeks ago and took down notes. So I was like, I'm not going to... I'm going to pay $8 I'm going to just own the stupid shit. That is fucking stupid. Well, I thought it would be free somewhere, but no one wants to stream it because it's terrible. No, <laughs> no. All right, Tom Jane. So now you, you've got... Uh, why didn't he just say, I got a car, follow me? Because suspense. Because this movie's boring, so you got to pretend like there's some suspense going. Can we fast forward? <laughs> this movie's so stupid. No, you stop complaining. This is Christmas. It's, <laughs> it's Jesus' birthday, I and I go, I pick Christmas. You, I you, you edit a podcast. Ruined, you can complain. You ruined you know Christmas, complain. Peter Billingsley. Yeah, what to say for yourself, Peter? You son of a bitch. Oh, fudge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep saying fudge all you want to. Fuck off, you piece you of shit, bitch. No one saw your fucking. Belated sequel to Christmas Story. Go fuck yourself, Peter. Go hang out with the moops, you Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's fine. It's water. We don't need the Peter Billingsley boost. Fucking get yeah. out of here, you piece Go. of shit. Go, die. Our, get... our ten listeners appreciate us without you here, you son of a bitch. I hope you get hit by a drunk driver. <laughs> Shut or not. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen King wrote this after a bad car accident... He wrote this entirely in cursive. He wanted to title it Cancer, but was convinced by his wife to change it to Dreamcatcher. True or false? <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Ass cancer. Um, oh, God. I know Stephen King was hit by a car. Yeah. That, that would explain Jonesy limping around. And Jonesy got yeah. hit by a car. And I could see mm-hmm. how Stephen King fancies himself Jonesy. True. That is all true. Oh my god, he wanted to call this movie Cancer? Uh, yeah, I think I read that read the right. novel. That's the dumbest title I've ever heard. Well, I'm guessing because of like all the, the red... And it infects like, the, the, and spreads. Yeah, and it's the whole kind of thing that this, this thing of spreads, but I think I know I can't find it because I'm drunk, but I remember I think it was his wife convinced him to not call it that because it's fucking macabre and awful and no one wants to yeah. read something called cancer. But yeah, this is the first thing he wrote after his accident. He wrote it entirely in cursive to kind of get back his motor skills. So he wrote this after his accident in '99. And it's very yeah. dark, and I don't, and and I don't, I think he kind of really doesn't like it because I think it's, it's, it's you know sappy and dark and kind of not good at all. Yeah. People supposedly like the book, whatever I don't know, but yeah, it was supposed to be called Cancer, but his wife said yeah, no one's gonna read that. Steven, we need to pay bills. You haven't worked for a while. They're not naming it that. Yeah, it's like called Dreamcatcher. Um. Oh, why we is talk his... past the part that he's talking oh, on the phone? Yeah, why the is gun. the yeah. gun a phone? Why wouldn't he just, like, hear him in his mind? Why does he need a physical prop? I don't know, because it's not paid, played for last, but it's played for last because when you have a character 
like almost talking to like a banana phone basically it's, it's just as goofy as that it's like why, why would you do that just yeah, like you said talking his head oh dare the, the tom jane the tom jane demand a prop <laughs> give me a banana no tom <laughs> give it to me <laughs> I just want my wife and kids back. <laughs> just... That's my favorite role of Tom Jane of the all The Punisher time. is the best. <laughs> no, it's um, it's uh, oh. in Rest of Developments where he plays oh. himself and he, <laughs> and he pretends to be homeless and the and, and the sister That's dates right. him thinking he's actually homeless and That's then he keeps right. saying, I just want my wife and kids back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's, he's, he's getting into roller, character, staying in character. Yeah. And uh, and, and and the white and the the sister thinks that he's just actually dating a real homeless person, and she thinks that she's doing a good thing. And he goes and he goes, "I'm not homeless. I'm Tom Jane, the actor. You know, Tom Jane." She's just like, "What? <laughs> That's his best role ever." Oh my god, That's a Wahlberg. You never go full Wahlberg. You never go full Wahlberg. Oh no. Oh no. You know what? Who is it? Who is Johnny Wahlberg married to? It's to someone surprisingly attractive. Who is he married to? Do you know? No. Is she just trying to get to Mark through him? No, I, I think it's like a. What's like? Like a kind of like a make a wish thing. All right. <laughs> Who is Johnny Wahlberg married? Oh, Google already knew. Oh, is it Jenny McCarthy? It's Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, it was Kimberly Frey, and then he married Jenna McCarthy. That makes sense. They're they're both Make a Wish people. Boy, she is hot. Is she a country well, not, singer? It's, it's, it's because she's not uh, vaccinated. Oh, that's why she's so she's hot. One... Yeah, she's one of those anti-vaxxers. Yay. Like before it was cool. Before, oh yeah, hell yeah. Who's she? Actress, model, personality. Oh, she's oh, the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's know, the only thing that makes sense. Does she let her kid wander around getting beat up and eating poop? Well, I, I think it's the whole thing of, you know, hoping the world's better than it is, sending him out there to be protected. Then the loss of innocence. That's what all Stephen King things are about when it's about children being molested or eating shit. Uh, oh, it's embarrassing. Oh, my God. This is almost patronizing. I wouldn't even call it almost. Uh, I don't think it's patronizing. I just think it's to, it's to a point of like overly simplistic and tugging at easy heartstrings. It's like it's like whenever you have a dog in a movie type of yeah. thing where it's like, oh, the dog dies type of thing. It's it's like low hanging fruit to tug at your heartstrings. What do you mean they haven't had the courage to take over your trailer? They have your whole camp done. Like, why wouldn't they? Are they afraid to storm your fucking capital? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Maybe they think he's got a whole mess of butt slugs in there. He's got a raccoon. Why has he got a coon there? Boy, Stephen King is obsessed with Maine, isn't he? Oh, Pretty sure he's from Maine. Oh, yeah. For sure. Tenth Mountain. Uh, He looks like um, Dangle. That would be hilarious. Uh, he looks like Tom Lennon, like from uh, Reno 911. I want to see this version, but Reno 911, where the gang has right. to like keep everyone in. Yeah, and, and he's in the snow and short shorts and he's freezing <laughs> his ass off. They keep letting people out because they keep fucking him. 
and Terry <laughs> and Terry and skates is yeah. like and, and like ice skates and he keeps sneaking off. So Terry, you gotta stop sneaking Terry, off the base because you're breaking quarantine. Get back in quarantine, Terry. <laughs> uh, that's how good this movie is. Not at all. It's got Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman will do anything. Was he like, this is it. This is my new Shawshank. <laughs> or was he well, like... Shawshank is a Stephen King novel. I know. Or was Morgan like, these Ferrari payments are getting very expensive. I have to do well, something. He's top build and he's, and he's like insignificant in this movie. So I'm sure they paid him way too much to do it. Oh, yeah. He could be insert crazy military looking guy mm-hmm. here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a question for you that has nothing to do with this movie. Welcome to the podcast. What's up? How how not excited are you for Avatar 2? I'm probably going to see that next. What's out now? It just came out to, um, tomorrow. Do you, tomorrow. Do, this. do you think there's anyone that's like, oh, fuck yeah. Or do you think do, that you, everyone... Do you remember how big that was, though? Like, But it was so long ago. People were killing themselves because they couldn't be part of Pandora. Like... People were so invested into this, like, nonsense. Oh, if Avatar 2 came out five years after number one, I would be like, yeah, yeah, that's, it's going to hit big. But this is... Isn't that weird that this is the hill he's going to die on? Yeah. What? Like, Jonesy or Cameron's career? No, we're not talking about the movie anymore. Fuck that. We're talking about Cameron's career. Like, Cameron's career, like, he's not done a movie in over 10 years because he's doing, he's been, because he's been, Avatar's been in developmental hell for so long. Isn't that weird? Like that's the movie he's willing to die for. I forgot what I read, but it was something like this movie has to make like eight billion dollars, or it's a fl- or it will implode. Like he's, it's been so much money has been put into this, not because of making the movie, but just the development nightmare that it was. Well, I think they're doing three or four at a time. I think they're doing a whole Peter Jackson thing. Oh no. No, I, I'm like I'm almost positive because I was reading a little bit about this, and I think there's three movies that are in development. I think they shot all of them or most of them at one time because what I read was Cameron has three separate writers, head writers who wrote the the next three sequels, and he didn't tell them which movie they were doing because he wanted to like have them all collaborate and create and then send them on their own path. So I think there's. Three movies in development right now. I I want to trust Cameron. He's made some of my favorite movies of all time, and but I don't I don't trust him. I think he's smelling his own farts too much. I don't know. Like what? Okay, give me give me a James Cameron film that's like perfect. Terminator Two. Okay, good, but the writing in that isn't phenomenal. That's it's great action, but it, it follows simple beats of like father son dynamic. It's not like a perfect written movie. Like action wise, it is. I like Alien over Aliens though, but Aliens is great. They're just way. different it's, movies. It's action. Yeah, well, it, well, he's he's an action guy. He he's always done action. So I don't. He's prolific in visual effects and craftsmanship and the action, but. Writing wise, he's always been pretty subpar. Oh, are you kidding me? True Lies. What? You haven't seen it? Oh, so, I think it's, it's the only camera movie I've never seen. I think I've seen all the other ones. It's a fun movie. 
It's stupid, but it's fun. And Bill Paxton's in it, R.I.P. Yeah. Well, like The Abyss. The Abyss is like mm, that's parts of a fucking one. phenomenal film, but it's also like stupid up its own ass kind of in its yeah. way of its like preachy weirdness. So like Cameron's an excellent director, but he always has to write his own films. And I think that's his weak point. Like Titanic is a visually perfect film, but oh, that movie's God dumb. damn. Well, so is Avatar. Avatar is a visually striking film, but it's, it's stupid and dumb. So I remember like someone posted on like think Twitter, like four directors who are you going to get rid of? And I think it was Tarantino, Scorsese, Spielberg, and Cameron. I'm like, well, fucking Cameron, Cameron for sure. Easy. Like, not even close yeah. to, like, oh, yeah. of, like, craftsmanship and just, like, those things. And don't get me wrong. Like, Terminator and Terminator 2 are two of the greatest action films. Aliens. I like Alien yeah. more, but Aliens is a fucking phenomenal action film. It's so goddamn good. It's, it wrote the fucking book on perfect sci-fi action movies. Now, the real question here is... How long until we start seeing all this Navi porn again? Uh, I don't think it left. <laughs> oh, it never it, left? Like, how how perfect is that? By the way, <laughs> we, we should be drinking because we're changing the, the, oh, yeah. the entire you know plots back and forth. But like, Navis are like perfectly made for porn because they have like the little like, you know, hair uh, pocket pussies that they're kind of oh, like, banging yeah. each other with. Like, it's like perfect. And like, like the little tendrils come out and do that. And like, Dude, look, I've only seen I've only seen Avatar once, and all this shit's burned in my brain. It's visually striking film. I've yeah. seen it once, and I remember all the things because the plot's not that in depth, but the visuals are burned in there forever. It's visually stunning. I've only watched Navi porn once. It you know, you've never seen Avatar. It's pretty pretty hot. I gotta lie. I was like, this is stupid, and then I, and then I woke up and I was like, oh my god, what happened? There's <laughs> <was> a ghost. <laughs> So much to come. So much. Okay, uh, we're at the climax of the film. Now we're on a we're almost there. A goofy little thing. We're almost uh, it's there. a goofy little ending where like he fell and he goes into a ditch. Huh? Whoa! You know what should it like? I thought Duditz was gonna be like um, what's that clip that Jimmy Fallon always shows of the alien with Paul Rudd? Oh, that's um, is that Conan? Uh, when Paul oh, yeah. Rudd comes on Conan, he shows Mac and me. Mac and me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the part the, that, of my knowledge, where it deviates from the from the actual book. Okay. So in the book, um, there's no helicopter MP5 battle off right now. Instead, um, the uh, Tom Sizemore, Tom Jane, and uh, Duddits head towards the water main, but um, the Colonel Kurtz and two lesser military guys follow them in the vehicle mm-hmm. and then there's a shoot off where the same things happen except for one of the military guys is secretly also an alien in disguise that's watching the military and then oh. the ending here instead of the two aliens fighting it out uh henry and deditz use their mental powers to overwhelm mr gray and then suffocate him with a pillow I could see how that's a little less climactic. Um, oh, yeah. No, you can't have a movie where it's like, we killed him with the pillow. You got to have the aliens use their penises to attack. Yes. Yes, for sure. I like the shootout on the ground more than the helicopter shootout. That's fucking dumb. 
I yeah. feel like Casio's like, I bought this fucking helicopter. I'm going to goddamn use it. <laughs> well, you got to have a military climax for your stupid military scenes. Like, and I, <laughs> I, I don't particularly hate <laughs> the alien showdown. Like, it's stupid because Jonesy and Duddits are completely different for some reason. And they're not the same race. They're kind of different. Or are they the same race? Oh, I'm sure in the fucking novelization, they like, there's a whole like backstory of, of the, the, the genocide history of some kind Duddits of bullshit. clan and they're Nazi. The other one's yeah. Nazis. Well, that's even the weird thing too, is they go by Mr. Gray. That doesn't make any sense in our con- context. The only thing is because it sounds like mystery. So it's like a MacGuffin uh, type of thing. Mystery, Mr. Gray. And then Duddits is a playoff of Douglas. So it doesn't make any sense anyways. Like, those names don't make sense no. in any logic. Because he's obviously possessing a kid named Douglas. So Duddits. And he obviously has a speech impediment. So they call him Duddits. And Mr. Gray is Mystery. So it's like, it's really dumb. Uh, and why? Why? Why is it Mr. Gray? Why wouldn't they be like, what's his name? His name is... <laughs> yeah. Or, it, you call him fucking Bill and be the same kind of, you know, this, this, stupidity. This would be a better Men in Black. We should watch Men in Black. Yeah. I want to See, that, That's a good one. Tom Sizemore with Tommy Lee, Tommy Jones. Lee Jones. And mm-hmm. he has all his alien weapons taken away and he has to stop... Mm-hmm. Mr. Gray. Instead of um, uh, Donnie Wahlberg, it's Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and Will Smith can get his Oscar again for playing someone who's uh, uh, diminished mental capacities. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which one did he win that for? Oh, King Richard. After he's no, uh-huh. well, his well, he actually won the role for for pretending to be a, a normal person for forty years in Hollywood. And then like, rock, and they say, "Oh, that was a great performance. Here's your Oscar for yeah. pretending to be normal." Jesus Christ! Go fuck yourself, Oscars. The only way you can get me to watch the Oscars this year is if they get the entire cast of Bob's Burgers to come on to sing a song for best song of the year. Then you'll have me to watch it, you fucks. Otherwise, there's no chance I'm going to give. I'll only two watch shit fucks at it. if more people hit each other. This just becomes a thing. <laughs> Or just people slap the shit out of each other. Or if you keep giving Kevin Spacey awards, you know yes! what? I'll keep watching If them. he keeps winning just... Best Actor and they're just like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. He just, we can't he just do likes this. to take advantage of young boys. <laughs> I just want to see an Oscars with like, Best Director, Roman Polanski. Best Actor, Kevin Spacey. Uh, film of the Year, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah Best Original Script, Bill Cosby. <laughs> supporting actor Jared Leto, just give it to everybody. Just do it all. Oh, and um, what uh, best supporting actor is uh, the guy that plays the Flash? Oh, uh, Ezra, Ezra yeah, Miller. Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is. That guy is wild. Uh, uh, I think they're. Uh, I think they're a they now, but that that person is. Out of their mind. <laughs> that person is pulling that to try and fucking put up a shield, and they can't, man. Like, they are, they have made themselves way too. 
It's so crazy. Like, like that person threatened a pregnant woman with a gun at a party and is like, oh, but I'm a them. I'm a them. No one cares, bud. No one cares. To pull a full Caitlyn Jenner to not get prosecuted. Yep, yep. Oh, oh my God. It's almost over. So we weren't talking about this, but what really frustrates me of this is that the last scene when Henry's talking to Tom Sizemore and making all these like connection leaps and logics of, <laughs> oh, Deditz was trying to warn us 40 years ago, so he ruined our entire lives. So at this moment, <laughs> this we moment. could save the world, but instead he himself could just possess, you know, the military guy later time when he's older. And then from there, he could stop. Mr. Gray, but he's going to ruin four guys' lives and get three of them killed or two of them killed. And, like, I think this plays better... And tear their buttholes a new one. I think this plays better if Duditz only gave them powers because he was going to die. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. he goes, oh, shit, I can't stop Mr. Gray. But yeah. because they're human, they can't handle all the power that Duditz mm-hmm. has, so he gives them each a mm-hmm. special power. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's how they have to work together to stop Mr. Gray. Yeah. It's simple and dumb, but like, it it, it makes more fucking That's sense. That's dumb. That the thing jumps on his his gun, his, his gun cock at the end there, and just dies. Starts like that. blowing it. Yeah. Well, that's the weird thing too, because Duddits, Mister Gray has to use the um, the magical space dust, but Duddits kind of transforms. But so does Mister Gray as well. And then, so is Duddits a different race? Because if he could just leave Duddits' body and go to a younger person, why would he need to pos- why would he need to give the the powers to the four people? This is fucking dumb, dude. I don't... And, and and then and then like why did two of them have to die? Why couldn't Duddits just tell them, hey, there's gonna be an alien here in thirty years from now. Be ready. This is your purpose now in life. I know it's a movie. Fuck you, listeners. Yeah, I... But the point being is, it's nonsense. I'm just. I think I think we always do this every time we watch a Stephen King thing. I'm just not a big Stephen King fan. I I, I know it's like there's a big following, but I think he's way overrated. I mean, I, it's just me. Uh, well, like, um, did you ever see The Langoliers? No. Okay, so I never saw the my, my wife grew up watching is one of those TV movies. Of it, it's a really creepy premise where these, these people w- wake up on this plane, and then when they they go up in the plane, everything's normal. When they land, like the last people on Earth, and they have to like figure out what the fuck is going on, and it ends up these time creatures called the Langoliers travel through time, and they're either eating time or eating people, and then they have to figure out how to go back in time. Like it's a really creepy premise. Like you, you land on a plane and everything's all falling apart and you don't know. And then space creepy time creatures. It's like the idea is there to draw me in, but he doesn't know how to tie it with the bow and, and make, make it, it tight acceptable or, or, or at least to a point. It's like a uh, pet cemetery. Pet cemetery is, cool creepy first half of a premise but when you actually see the little boy stabbing people like chucky it's fucking goofy as shit yeah <laughs> oh my god and like how is this supposed to be like fuck yeah get him dude it's like this is ridiculous i i, I guess it it would 
And they gave him leukemia, too. They made it even <laughs> sadder. Mr. Gay. <laughs> Got you good, fucker. <laughs> Notice which one of us is laughing at that. Um, yeah, I don't know what to feel on any of this. Like, do I cheer? Do I go, oh. Did, did it, it come out of his butt? Ass? Yeah, yeah. Like, his, his butthole would be ruined. Yeah, he needs a proctologist for sure. Yeah, he now. does. Oh, I love Thomas Jane's face. That he's is like, so good what, on our Instagram. Where he's like, what am I supposed to do with this right now? I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, Tom, uh, look shocked and gross because a big old slug came out your friend's ass. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. His name is Gordon. And then your and your handicapped friend's gonna gonna fight this sperm cockroach, <laughs> and your your gun's not gonna work, and you're gonna get paid a million dollars. So just just, just look surprised. <laughs> uh, and then Duditz fights him like shit, like yeah, like just, he just gets stabbed. He, well, like he he lures him in because he's unassuming. Oh, that's right. And then he gets uh, I, I get it. I get it, but it's stupid. I get it, but it's stupid. Uh-oh. Now he's going to mount him. <laughs> he's going full mount. Oh, my God. He's got him in the full <laughs> mount. Oh, he's penetrating him. Mm-hmm. I like that the humans can't do anything. Like, they have no purpose anymore besides yep. just to get Duddits here. So it seems like Duddits could do it all on his own. <laughs> So oh, no, but he did a switcheroo. He penetrated oh, him. Oh, double and, penetration. And and now his positive cancer is spreading mm. to him, and he's locked in now. He's like, no, you have ass cancer. No. So it's okay. I already have leukemia. I can't get worse than this. Oh, oh my oh, no. God. This is so groan-worthy. Oh, uh, now he looks like a creepy dick. Oh, my God. So is that... I told you, it's phallic, man. Like, K- Kazan's got a dick fetish. Is this, like, the same kind of... Because it's got a tail spear. But it looks different. It looks like a turd. It looks like a dick turd. So is this a rival alien group? Oh, he's fucking him in the back, though. I... Oh, no. Yeah, this is very sexual. He's like, he's like, you like going on asses, I'll show you an ass. And then he goes, oh, 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 no. Oh, it's almost over, Ronnie. We almost now made it. Now he's wrapping him in like a weird, like, cancer condom cocoon thing. Oh, he... No, now he's imploding on him. Self-destruct. But now they all have cancer. I just wanted to end with, what the fuck do we do now? That is literally how the movie ends, though. It ends with, like, not a single second to waste. And he goes, smile, then. It ends with no. Yeah, there is absolutely, like, no epilogue to this. That, like, it, it's like they were the editor was embarrassed and said, fuck there's, this. There's no learning anything. to live with Beeve and Oliphant dead. There's, it's just, mm. well, all's well that ends well. <laughs> yeah. I almost made it. Squish. And the oh, CGI okay. couldn't do it. Couldn't have a seamless nope. transition. That was bad. Look, they literally just squish it. Jonesy. Oh. Oh, fuck yeah. Make it. Oh my god, that's how it ends. Yeah. 
No, it literally it ends with him like crushing his. Oh no, they do this because it's got to end happily. So drink one more time as this changes tones once more. The ending is so bad. They stare mm. and smile, and then it cuts them around the dinner table. And like yeah, this, yeah. Then he's in the mind palace. They're just throwing shit that was already recorded that they couldn't use. It's like a Rick and Morty episode where he's like, "I yeah. doubt it. We're friends. That we we grew up yeah. as friends." <laughs> and it ends with he's our dream catcher because he protected us in the end. He stopped us from our nightmares happening. Do you get it now? Do you get it, Dad? Oh my God. Oh God. Well, that was a piece of shit. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, um, Shane, before we get to our annual present unwrapping, because we both brought each other some gifts, would you recommend Dreamcatcher to our two fans out there? Please never watch this film. Please never watch this film. Mm, yeah, I can't really recommend it. I personally enjoy it in like a nostalgic kind of trashy it's funny to talk about but not funny to watch like like it's so wrong that it's not really fun to watch because i remember watching this i was it was a slog i was like rolling my eyes but just how fucking wrong it is for having these huge names and this huge studio behind it is interesting how you could fucking this up so bad i i have i have nothing further to say about this piece of shit i'm done well Hope you enjoyed the uh, two thousand. Our commentary on two thousand three's um, uh, third crashing. place, uh, third place Teen Choice Award for best horror thriller. <laughs> I loved you, okay, Tom Shane. Jane. I loved you. <laughs> and you fucked me. Okay, uh, Shane, you want to open up your present first? Yes, give it to me, baby. Here we go. Okay, shake it up, feel it. Fuck off, Peter. Um, Okay, I'm opening it. Oh, hallelujah! <laughs> God bless America! Look at the size of those! <laughs> I got you a free consultation to a boob job, Shane. Oh my God. That's dangerous. <laughs> Thank you. So now you can get, so now you can get the, the big old titties you've always wanted. Here's what I got you. <laughs> I don't know. It's barking at me. I hope it's a. I hope it's not a, a puppy. All right. Because I'm not responsible for a puppy. Okay. What did you get me? Yay! <laughs> we got the same gift. <laughs> you bought me the Dominatrix manual. It, a good girl's guide to fetish dominatrix. <laughs> and don't forget dominance. There, you you get one more. It comes with it. Is that a plumbus? <laughs> <laughs> I got a dominatrix manual and a plumbus. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> everything you need with all your plumbus needs. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, thank you for sticking around this Best long. It's been a Christmas long, long ever. <laughs> I appreciate you. We appreciate your listening this year. It's been a big year for Wasted Potential Podcast. So many ups and downs. I don't know. Maybe we'll see you. For an end-of-the-year wrap-up, we'll see if Shane wants to do that. It's my favorite time of the year, so obviously Shane doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Talk about movies that I've seen while Shane bitches about Die Hard for the 47th time. I could be down for that. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Well, then we will see you next calendar year, fuckers. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh, visual visual effects by the asylum. For real? Yeah, it says by by asylum. I'm not sure if it's the asylum or just asylum. That's interesting. Oh, Oh, uh, special thanks to our guest, Peter Billingsley. Uh, I know he stormed out like hours ago because I refused to to pull out. But with this dominatrix manual, I feel like I have to call him back here because I'm going to learn some things with this plumbus. Eat shit and die, Peter. (laughs) The end. Okay, um... I can't thank you all for listening more enough. Thanks, Shane. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays. Dan, take us away. Hello, everyone. This is Homeless Dan here. Hopefully your favorite podcast member of all time. Better than Ron, better than Shane, and definitely better than that Rogan guy. I have an important announcement that I'm very excited about. It's very exciting, yes. I'm doing my first official Homeless Dan NFT trading card collection right here, right now. They are called Homeless Dan Trading Cards. These cards feature the incredible artwork pertaining to my life and the great moments on this podcast, including the Narf and Scrint Rudy card, the Fair and Friends card, the Useless Ron card, the Racist Fat Shane card, and my personal favorite, Homeless Hero Dan card. But here's one of the best parts of it. Each card you purchase, you get an automatic chance for amazing prizes. Like a tour of my fair facility, dinner with Ron, you get to throw tomatoes at Shane's face possibly, and even the grand prize, a chance to meet Peter Billingsley. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but that's what we have. I'll even autograph a ferret coat and send it to you directly. Buy one and you'll join our very exclusive community just in time for the holidays. And give it to those little kids of yours, yes. However, we only accept FTX crypto. Go to collectmyfuckingcards.com now and collect them all while supplies last. Fuck you, Peter Billingsley. And Merry Holidays. First time in goddamn forever you do something God, for this you're fucking podcast. Such a cunt. You love me, you whore. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Ugh, I hate this fucking time of the year. I'm so in the spirit. I just watched my annual viewing of Die Hard. Oh, cool. So you'll I'm be happy so about ready. You'll be happy about one movie tonight. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I really had to cleanse my palate for this one. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. All right, let's do some ads. I'm actually excited about okay. these. Let me... Okay, hold on. Let me... Sorry, I just got back from a Christmas party and I'm fucked. Okay. Who will torture you and bring up deep-seated, oddly specific sexual trauma. And, and do cocaine. Join now. And do some fucking coke. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Stephen King experience was being hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, I've been hit! <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, would gun violence actually decrease if it could only shoot Republicans? <laughs> like, it's just 
Republicans are like, this some bitch don't work. <laughs> <laughs> just some hippies like die, Republican. It's like um what's that movie where um he has the gun that's kind of like um connected to his like his oh it's uh, it's James Bond, right? Where it, where the gun only works on, on his fingerprints. Oh yeah, yeah. But instead um, of fingerprints, it's a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Trump supporter. Blast. <laughs> oh, okay. Give me a toy. <laughs> just, just don't feed the cast. <laughs> uh, you know, they're going to try. They're going to try to remake the Cosby show. You, you know they will. Uh, I mean, yeah. they remade Willow. <laughs> I've never seen Willow. I heard it's good, but I've never seen it. So I can't pretend. Uh, the, the new one's dog shit. <laughs> and it's a series. I'm just mad that I can't call them anymore. All right. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for that to get bleeped. That, that's going to be weird out of context. I'm cutting all this shit out. <laughs> Kanye! <laughs> Hi, I'm Mel Gibson. And this Christmas, I'd like to introduce you to Santa Claus. The real Santa Claus. The all new Christmas Santa action figure. And remember that I'm the reason for the season. <laughs> there is one day, not 12. <laughs> Buy now and get Santa's little helper, Kanye West. There's a reason all them motherfucking reindeer are German, bitch. <laughs> it's eight days, not 12. Thank God we cut him down to eight. <laughs> You exterminated those four extra days? God damn it, Mel. Get out of here with your stupid movies. You're a poor man's Bruce Willis. He still gets work. Isn't that crazy? Hell of a director with his weirdly Christ overtones. <laughs> He's got an audience he caters to and it works. We should start making Christian movies. I'm so down. I can write that shit <laughs> in like my fucking sleep. Let's go, Kirk Cameron. Um, Fuck yeah. Join today and do what you can for your country. The Blue Group is now... (laughs) The Blue Group is now recruiting hot-blooded Americans, no girls, just boys, to come and fight the alien incomers. Here at Blue Group, we have a strict don't ask what we do and don't tell us what you do. (laughs) Join the Blue Group today. And let's kick some ass. Yeah, isn't it weird that, that they're, what are they called? The blue, what are they called? Like the blue angels? The blue, the blue man group. Yeah, there we go, the blue man group. I blew that right. man group. Waste Potential is very lucky to uh, drop a special movie preview for the new Transformers. Samwood Wiki is dead. Boom! An alien burst out of his ass. Boom! <laughs> Alright, Optimus, out of the way, this is Blue Group jurisdiction. You can't stop me and the Autobots, along with probably two young minority cast members. <laughs> they're black, they're black, they're black, they're black, they're black. <laughs> That means you can't do shit, Blue Group. Boom. God damn it, Optimus. They've got dream catchers, and you can't hurt us. This is a children's movie. 
this again, bitch. <laughs> Optimus, you can't stop them. They're assbursters. We have to. Oh, what's the phrase they say in this stupid film? Um, woogie woogie woogie, wiggity wiggity whack. <laughs> eh, this summer comes Optimus Prime versus alien butt, butt butt alien snakes. snakes. Put him in a cage. Put him in a cage. S- <laughs> snake snake butt. Do they say what the the race of this? They alien call them ass. They call them ass weasels. I don't know. Yeah, watch Optimus kick some ass weasel. Ass weasel, ass weasel, ass weasel. Someone that probably was a cast member on Saturday Night Live, since that just seems to be the thing to do nowadays. Ass weasel, ass weasel, ass weasel. <laughs> Ready? Coming 2023. Boom. All right, let's do it. <laughs>